0: What's up, guys? It's Alex
1: Ray, and you're listening to the Moto X Pod Show.
2: This is Michael Moseman, and you're watching the Moto X Pod Show.
0: Welcome to the Moto X Pot Show, starring Darkseid, his co-host Scotty, sometimes TJ.
2: What's up? Moto X Pot Show is back! Had to take a week off, had some work uh, responsibilities last week, so couldn't get the Moto X Pod show in. But we're back this week for episode 226, brought to you guys, you know it, a Cherby's USA. For decades, a USA has been the leader in Moto plastic and accessories, where products that fit perfect, look great, and last. A Cherubies has what you need. But it's full plastic kits, individual pieces, handguards, chain guides, and sliders, or anything else they offer, visit SherbysUSA.com and support our title sponsor today. Follow them on Instagram and let them know you're listening. Uh, you know, Scotty. Scotty's in the studio, by the way. Uh, the other guy, what was it? TJ. Yeah, that, TJ. That guy. That guy. As fully says in that little intro, not in studio. Not in studio. Once again, had time to go to Daytona Supercross. Had time to go to Detroit Supercross. Does not have time to be in studio. What a loser. Way to go, Scotty. You're a loser, too. Yeah. yeah with your phone always, going off. Always messing it up. Man, just that, that, that silence is tough, bro. <laughs> it's been two weeks. We're, we're back at it. Speaking of a Cherubis USA, man, if you got an old beater bike, a new bike that you've been riding for a while, you know nothing makes it look as fresh as a new set of plastic. So hit up a Cherubis USA. We're going to have a little contest here that I'm going to mention in a minute where I'm going to try to get fully to give something away. I don't know if it would be a full kit. We'll give something away. And speaking again of Ta- of uh, Cherubes, reached out to Max Bolin and Talon today to see how Max is doing. He got back on a bike today. So, uh, yeah, we he may or may not race this weekend. That's still up in the air, but he should be back soon. So looking forward to Max coming back to the track, to the races. And then, of course, Racetech is on board. Tech is the world's largest aftermarket suspension modification company. All Racetech products include award-winning gold valves, and settings are 100% guaranteed and made right here in the USA. Racetech also offers state-of-the-art precision engine services and parts to all engine builders. So visit Racetech.com for more info and use promo code MOTOXPOD to save. Guys, Mathis says it all the time, right? Even if you're just changing your oil, you got to get some work done. You need, I don't know, if you have a blown fork seal because you're not using shock socks, if you need some suspension work, Race tech. There's our promo code, Moto XPOD. It should save you some money, supports the show. So awesome, right? I mean, fly racing, also on board the best gear line on the planet. Guys, you can't beat it. Flyracing.com, go to your local dealership and ask for WPS and fly racing. You know, if you're here in the Texas area, you got Craig Martin and Skippy and Scott Foster and so many other guys. Uh, Triple J, he, he's, you know, a race tech guy, or I mean, a fly racing WPS rep. Their reps are the best in the business. Go to your local shop. Ask for Fly Racing. Uh, and, again, as Steve says, you know, pound on the counter and demand it. Get the catalog. Get you some new gear. And, really, that's the best way to do it is go to your local dealership. Support those, uh, those reps. X-Brand goggles on board. The new Lucids are back in stock. Those things are amazing. I have a few sets still on hand. If you want some, Darkside MX3 at AOL.com. Or, again, your d- local dealer. And they are distributed through WPS. Works Connection also on board with us. Come on, the pro launch device. There's none none better. Second to none. It's the leader in star system. I think I got both all the whole shots this weekend in the in Detroit. Yeah, I need one of those. Yeah, you probably do. We might be able to work that out. I, I don't know. We'll see. We we're not sure what's keeping you around yet. Torque One Racing's on board. Local Texas company, handlebars, grips, lots of cool stuff, levers. Hit them up. Torque One Racing. Our jerky, man, the Wageman Brothers sent me a text today. Some guys, some of you guys ordered some jerky using the promo code. Hope you got it in time for the race. If not, place an order today, and you should have it before Indy gets here. That's, that's what I snack on all the time. I love the 7-Deuce-Deuce deuce black pepper beef brisket, the sizzling hot, but it will light you up. So if you get the sizzling hot, you better have some water handy. Speaking of that, a graphic, uh, plastic, if you're going to get new plastic, need new graphics. Bermlords Graphics and Jersey ID. They'll we got you. you covered. They'll get you covered, absolutely. <laughs> Bermlords, hit them up at graphics at bermlords.com. They'll get you a quote. They'll help you out. They'll also do your jersey lettering if you want it. Spoke of uh, shock socks. William Moto Works for all your engine needs. Extreme Colors if you want a custom-painted helmet. Kirk will do it for three forty five. I believe, is the price for uh, Moto X-Pi listeners. Just hit me up uh, here at the show on the Instagram, and I'll get you in contact with him if you want a custom-painted helmet. Blood lubricant, oil lines, they also have a killer uh, discount code, MOTOX, all caps. We're about to talk about some uh, some giveaways. They've got some new stuff. We're about to talk about that in just a moment. Power band racing. If you're a WP guy and you're out in like, the Florida area, WP or power band uh, racing has been on board for a long time. Those guys specialize in WP. You can hit us up here, Show at gmail.com for more info. And then, of course, True Fusion Sports. That's Derek Kelly's company. That stuff is really good. Okay, so we got Detroit to talk about. We've got a good show, 226. We got Kyle Peters coming on. Kevin Moranz is going to come back on after a pretty good weekend. Um, He's pretty happy with, well, you know, he had some issues, but I think he's pretty happy with his finish overall. It was a good weekend for a lot of those privateers with all the injuries that we're probably going to try or the crashes that we're going to try to touch on in a minute. And then we've got a guy, Brian Ripple. Uh, He owns. On Instagram at Rising Moto. one word: Rising. At Rising Moto, it's a clothing brand. He's trying to get started. Uh, he wants to give back to privateers. His uncle raced professional back in like 2005. So we're gonna talk to him. He reached out. I know very little about Brian, but we're gonna talk to him. We're gonna see what he has to say. Uh, maybe you guys support buy some t shirts or something. It'd be really cool if if he's uh, you know wanting to help privateers out. Can't really beat that. Uh, okay, so a couple we had a contest a couple weeks ago. Okay. I think before the last show, so maybe three weeks ago, two shows ago, where we going to give, remember, we were going to give a Race Tech t shirt away, and I asked for people that don't normally enter the contests. We got a bunch of entries. They're right here in this hat. I don't know what camera's on, but we got a bunch of entries. We're going to draw for a t shirt in a little bit. And I also want to shout out Carolyn Osborne. She sent an email that kind of touched me a little bit. I need to find it real quick, and I'll read it. And I emailed her back. You're getting a T-shirt just because I thought your email was so good. But I asked for an address, and I haven't got a response. So Carolyn Osborne, if you're listening, email me back. I feel like did you have a question or something you want to say?
3: No, Scotty? I'll I'll text you. Oh here, just okay.
2: All right, uh, all right. So blood lubricants. Like I said, Jeff hit me up today. They have a new line called the Barracuda Barracuda Blood line of oil. Uh, let me bear with me real quick. Let me pull this text up because that's where all the information is. I didn't transfer it. Sorry. Uh, I suck. Here we go. Uh, all right. <laughs> Called the Barracuda Bloodline, multiple grades, multiple weights of oil replaces the Pro Series and the Pro Elite Series. We improved our ad pack even more, better protection, always like better protection, better performance, and it lasts even longer. That's like one of the things we always talked about is how long the oil already lasts, and they improved that. Keeps, wow. you, keeps your bike running at a cooler temperature. We've already seen that. Kiefer tested that a couple years ago. Blood lubricants kills it. It is. It's just. It's the only stuff I'm going to run. I love blood lubricants. I'm on board with them after all the testing. All the you you we gave yeah. you a little
3: bit. Yeah, I I put some in. I, I I went like five or six hours and it's still red. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Because it's it's awesome. Yeah. You're
2: right. Uh. So the Barracuda line is the new line. And Jeff wants to give four quarts away to a winner. So what we're going to do here is I need you, if you're not already following blood lubricants, and that's B-L-U-D, blood lubricants. If you're not already following them, go follow them. I need you to, their last post on blood, at blood lubricants on Instagram was about this new Barracuda line of oil. I need you to repost that on your page. Either use a repost app or screenshot it and you know type something up. And then I need you to tag us at Moto X Pod Show on that post, so I know you did it. And somebody's going to win four quarts of the new oil, whatever weight you need. Jeff's going to hook you guys up. Pretty good contest. I like it. I, I would like to win some of this Barracuda. Which Barracuda? Actually, barracuda. He's actually going to send us some. You don't get any. Sorry, man. I'm not cool enough. No, You're going to get some. So he's sending us a little bit of that. So that's that's the contest for tonight. I'm um, looking here. I feel like we have a few other things before uh oh okay we'll talk then so I can read this text cuz I can't do two things at once.
3: Oh my god, you can't you talk can't about multitask? Detroit. Um Nope. Did, Detroit was crazy. I I didn't I, it's it was the the outcome that surprised me the most was the fact that at this point in time they it, Okay. Did you fix this situation? just
2: for everybody not watching we had a sound issue on YouTube. I forgot to turn the volume the, the volume switch down on the board because I, I had the external speakers, which means oh, okay. the board may be hot low now.
3: Yeah, let me turn it back up because I turned it. Can down. you see
2: that little slider? Yeah, yep. Sorry. Go back up. Okay, so that was the issue. I forgot to turn that down. Yep. Tell me when we're good, and we'll we'll rock and roll. Keep going.
3: Yeah, I'm I'm back to where I. I you can need just to kind need. of barely see it on the slider. No, it's it's it is coming
2: look- right up to the yellow. Okay, perfect. That should be good. So if you're on YouTube, let us know. Sorry about that. I forgot to turn that volume down. I had it cranked up for my external speakers. that I Yeah, use when I'm editing. that was it. Okay, cool. Sorry about that, guys. Uh, so where were we? Oh, we're going to talk about Detroit in just a second. We have a little bit of time. If you're watching on YouTube, put it on that center camera, the wide shot, if you don't already have it on there so they can see yes. the, the head.
3: Yeah, right here.
2: There is a mannequin head, if you're not watching, at the end of the table there that Jilly and Cody, Jilly's the one that cut my hair, sent me. This thing showed up you can see it that's how it showed up it wasn't in a box it showed up on Amber's porch because that's the that's the address i use when i'm shipping stuff and she came home and saw this head random head sitting on her porch and was like freaking out a little bit she's like, 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 like a hate crime or yeah, something. She's like, what is this come get it off my porch yeah i'm not but, not yeah. stoked on this so anyway it's pretty cool but here's what i want to do i want to do another giveaway and i'm going to hit up fully at a cherubies to try to give something away that's what i was talking about a minute ago I want our listeners to name the head. The head's yeah. going to stay in studio. You have to email us the name for this head Dude. at motoxpodshow at com. We'll pick a winner of the coolest or funniest or best name for the head. And whoever we pick will win something from a Cheruby's. So yeah.
3: Right. It's rocking a little face tat. It's been to prison a couple of times. I
2: don't know if that's supposed to be the haircut she gave me.
3: It's a Moto we got Moto Triple X on there.
2: Yeah, cuz I was wearing a Moto Triple X shirt the night of the show. Yeah. Anyway. That
3: but, is yeah. that is like your hair. That is the cut she gave you. you that's think pretty so? good. It's pretty uh, yeah. Dude, hold on. So nuts. I, need a little I don't bit think of, it is, was go get some Old Spice. I don't spice.
2: think it was shaved that close on the side. Dude, I
3: don't know, man. That's <laughs>
2: They, maybe the size. Dude, it's so it's grown out quite a bit since then, so it doesn't look like that. Anyway, that's that's the contest for tonight at Cheruby's. Uh and, Oh, and I got one more. We'll save. Remind me because I will forget, Scotty. Maybe after Kyle Peters, we're going to do another a blood lo- another blood lubricants giveaway Ooh. for tonight on YouTube. If you're watching on YouTube, you guys, this is for you guys. So stay tuned. Hopefully, we'll have like ten thousand people viewing. Probably got about seven right now. So. Let yeah. me find that email real fast. So uh okay, so
3: for to have a couple of uh listeners saying some stuff. Um for saying, some to, stuff. saying some stuff. Uh Desi wants to know if you got the free bike yet and you're still waiting on it. It's
2: Yeah, so an update on that. Uh Kiefer and Checkers and I were in a group text about a week ago and Checkers said, Hey man, you know, Kiefer, pull that suspension off, send it to us, they'll do the suspension and they'll they'll uh they're gonna code it and all that good stuff and send it back, and then I just after that I just have to set up a time to go out there and ride the bike, which will probably be a couple months, honestly. Yeah,
3: why, why can't you just? I mean, you could you could get it here sooner than that. Then
2: he yeah, uh, actually, a shipping company reached out and they're gonna ship it to me for free. But Kiefer wants me to come out there and ride. That was part well, then of the he deal. should
3: he should come ride with you.
2: Well, he's been trying, but Aiden got hurt, so oh. I'm gonna try um, to make a trip out there. But I would say, like, yeah, I could get it. Like he told me the day, like I'll just go ahead and get it to you. I was like, no, dude, I still want to come out there and ride with him. Well,
3: get it and then go out what, there. What? Then and take run... it back.
2: I'm going to fly. I'm not driving. Oh, okay. Dude, you're talking about four days of driving. That's like a week of my vacation just to drive out there and ride for a couple of days. I'm not doing that. It's way more convenient for me to fly one day. Yeah, you're hang gonna, out all right. weekend and fly back, and I don't have it to burn vacation. Else. Yeah, I got you. I got. I don't have that much time off to do that. So the driving, and then th- what it would cost to drive out there right now oh yeah uh, the gas is retarded holy, especially my new
3: truck right yeah now? oh i what a perfect time to get a nice gas guzzler huh no it can't be much different than what your truck was doing
2: uh, i don't know i haven't uh, driven it very and long. then so, uh anyway go ahead, uh, garrett
3: also asked how doc smith was doing i talked to tj today garrett was uh, we talked about having uh doc on
2: today tonight to talk about it but i'm gonna have my i want to get him okay. in the studio next week well so well, we can talk about well, Andy. all
3: i know is that he went down on a triple yeah. and he uh broke two bones in his foot and a couple of ribs and then TJ was telling he he continued to ride for a little bit and TJ was telling me that Doc has like this weird thing where like his body like doesn't register pain the way like most people are supposed to so they've always had to kind of like watch him because he doesn't realize when he's hurt sometimes Hmm. which is kind of weird it's almost like i don't know if he's like a superhero or what really ruins the joke i was about to get yeah but so 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 apparently he didn't know that he was hurt that bad and then turned to find come to find out that he was so that's all i know yeah yeah well i think he's he's planning on racing indy yeah he's gonna he's gonna patch her
2: up and yeah and he may be in studio next week so we'll kind of get an update on everything and speaking of the race tech shirts as you recall we just talked about it
3: Mm-hmm.
2: uh i wanted emails that were from people that don't enter very often and uh i i got some email from a cake a cake jury i think that might have been jake curry but it was cake yeah <laughs> and no, no go man you're out we you, you, no, so that, that didn't work sorry uh that's a bad joke, that was, joke. It, 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 okay <laughs> so i found the email from carolyn osborne who i said just automatically we get we're getting a t-shirt let me read this real quick she said uh I started listening to pulp in March of 2020 when our country was COVID shut down and have listened to every show and wrap up show since finally on air, you corrected Steve that your podcast name was moto X oh and not the pony pod. So I found it and I listened to your show as well. I'm a 62 year old grandma of three youngsters and have been an, an avid dirt bike ra- racing fan since my boys raced the Alessi brothers in eighties and 125s. You are a class act. It irritates me to hear how Steve talks to you like an irksome big brother. You speak to your guests with respect, and you don't interrupt nor talk over their conversations. I do interrupt you, but, you know, that doesn't matter. Yeah, I don't matter, though. Yeah, yeah. You listen fully to their answers without interjecting your bias or opinion. You are always positive and uplifting. Every week, I look forward to your call-in to Pulp because you are always poised and proper when Steve is dishing out some BS to you. He rides you hard, but you don't stoop to his level. Good for you. It shows your professionalism and ignore his opinion of how you read your sponsor list. You speak clearly and not rushed. And your voice is good inflection. I appreciate that because I always worry about that. I'm sure your sponsors are proud to hear you represent them well. I have so much respect for you, working full-time in your day job, much respect to a paving crew, and then working the night shift all week to put out good podcast content, shows. Kudos to you, my friend. Thank you, Carolyn. Oh, and then she said, P.S., Scotty sucks. She didn't say that. No, she did not. <laughs> so, Carolyn is getting a shirt. All she has to do is respond to the email, uh, which so far I haven't seen a response. You, got,
3: we'll, so, you got some grandma love?
2: Yeah, I got some grand Well,
3: that sounds that way. So Nice. Appreciate it. I'm a grandpa. You'll, you pat, pat yourself on the back.
2: Yeah, I know. Uh, I mean, there was actually <laughs> a bunch of them like that, and it was really nice. A lot of really nice responses. So, But that one, I, I just, I don't know. I thought it was cool that she found it because Steve, you know, it's, she's not the first person that said that they found it after, I corrected the PonyPod BS. And, that well, Steve and
3: I've I, I have corrected that issue from happening in, in the future because I put hashtag PonyPod on our our uh, hashtags on the YouTube show. So if somebody does search PonyPod, it does yeah, pop issue. up.
2: Really? All right. Right on.
3: Actually, I haven't tested it. I should, po- I I should say, type yeah, it in. I don't in. know
2: about how all that. Sh- I mean, I hashtagged it. So
3: I don't know. Okay.
2: I'd- we got a little bit of time. We can talk about Detroit.
3: Oh, what so you, what I was saying right oh before yeah, uh, I was I, yeah, <laughs> I was saying that the 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 most interesting thing after the fact, after all the racing was done, and we're now into the next week in Detroit. Yes, yeah. now that the all of the, all of this stuff that happened, I haven't gotten into any of that. All I'm saying that the fact that it is now the biggest points lead that we've ever had at this point in the series was weird to me because it was like one of the closest yeah, ones was, that we yeah, had like two no, weeks like ago.
2: Overnight, it got...
3: To the biggest one that's ever been since like 90s something. I don't yeah,
2: know. Overnight, it got quote-unquote boring. I mean, I yeah. the race is still going to be good, but like the championship feels like it's probably out of hand, more than likely.
3: Yeah. Unless something
2: I, weird happens. I, I thought that that, that, that was blow. interesting.
3: I did not think that yeah. that... I didn't think that that point state was the biggest it's been. Like, I feel like I've yeah. seen like Carmichael and them didn't have a point state like that at some point. I didn't point. back or fact check
2: Marks maybe he's wrong but he's usually not so yeah I figured like I feel like he would have pretty accurate yeah dude so I reached out Chase I was trying to get Chase on tonight uh he couldn't make it tonight but he says he feels pretty good uh, I reached out to Dylan's camp and I got it's um up in the air too early to to say so I... I I didn't even I don't even know if I ever saw Dylan's was it on I don't I think I think I heard them on the review show say. They saw a video of it, but I don't think it was on the yeah, broadcast. Yeah, I didn't see it maybe on it the on, broadcast. Maybe it was on Instagram somewhere. Uh, but, yeah, so he's questionable. Uh, I'm trying to think. Who else did I talk to? Uh, nothing on web. Chase said he was okay. Oh, Jason, I talked to. I sent a text out to Jason's camp and got. Um, he's good. Feeling good. So, and he rode today from what I saw on Instagram. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, who else? Who am I missing? Somebody else. I feel like well and
3: then an, another oh Marvin I, fell over but that well I don't and another big gets, point is um you know it's 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 kind of been i think it's been a little bit overlooked since all this stuff happened at the race, but the fact that Roxon pulled out for mental reasons that's that's a big i mean i know yeah, you, well, you it's necessary he didn't really say mental reasons, I'm saying mental reasons from what I heard well that's oh. what I, that's what I got so from Apparently, he's it.
2: he is over in Europe right now for medical stuff. There's, so, some, there's still some other stuff going on. I
3: heard I heard it was a mental health thing.
2: Oh, that's what I heard. And I was saying that, but I that I haven't got that confirmed. That's that's sorry if I moved away from Mike.
3: Um, <laughs> but, Garrett says searching hashtag ponypod brings up Limp Biscuit, a real life pony podcast, horse stuff, etc.
2: Yeah, I <laughs> I, I don't know how the hashtags work, but...
3: I put them on there.
2: I knew there was an actual po- podcast called Pony Pod because somebody... It's a horse thing. Yeah, somebody on Twitter or whatever was like, no, it really exists. It's like the so Carol like, oh. it's like the Baskin of horses. Right, so yeah, like, so I don't, I don't know how that works. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I think for the most part, we're going to have a, you know everybody back this week. Dylan's a little questionable. Uh, you know it sounds like cooper's okay which did he sure didn't look like it the way he was riding around with his arm or shoulder or whatever he was wired but it sounds like they're all going to show up to race but whether those guys are really competitive as they've been is i doubt
3: you know anything can happen you know you never but i think that now that tomex got that lead you're going to see him riding in like second or third and i and i feel like um Mookie Anderson and Sexton are gonna start, and maybe even Webb if Webb's okay. I don't know if he that banged him up, but I feel like those four guys are gonna start getting some wins, and Tom Max gonna to chill in like second or third of the rest of the season. That's how I mean. That's how yeah, I see I mean, it going down. Obviously, probably... they
2: talked about that last night. And it's weird. Like I, I kind of hate that I, we always go back to Steve, but his show's the night before ours, and listen to it, and he touches all this, covers most of this yeah. ahead of time, which is why we don't touch on it a ton. But, yeah, I mean, that's kind of when Mookie was on last night. They're like, well, you know, if he, Mookie gets out front and Eli's second, like, and he's not feeling, Eli's not feeling like, okay, I have to go get him. Like, why would he, right? Just ride smart. I mean, there's another championship really right there in his grasp, and he, the guy's going to break so many records at this rate. Like, if he, he's already signed another deal from out right here, another year deal. Yeah.
3: And he's probably going to win outdoors. You know, I, I, mean, yeah, I think he's the favorite I, right now. I mean, I mean, he's on the bike that won the championship last year. Yeah. He's winning a championship at, on it at, currently in oh, Supercross this year. So I'd he's be, unreal right now, and
2: it's it's cool, man. I mean, was, I, kind of part of me, you know, I wanted you know I wanted Dylan to win, and then I switched to Jason. Jason is my backup. Yeah, and, yeah, and I you, still want Jason to win the championship. The but, but Dylan,
3: your Dylan take
2: did not. No, work it didn't out. go well at all. It didn't age well. <laughs> um, but I knew that going in. I was just trying to test everybody. Oh, is that what it yeah, was? Because see, you seemed pretty see damn confident get, about I it. I want to see which idiots would jump on board and follow. You know, who were just the followers. <laughs> I knew better. I, I, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I you better. didn't make that point to, yeah, back just, then. No, I mean, I wanted to, if I had done that, then who would have actually said You yeah. could have
3: said it off the air. You never said. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, we had plenty clearly, of bonding time. To- we had four- am We were together for four days in Arizona. and never once mentioned that. That's because you were too busy asking me how old oh, people were. God, I can turn- oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. I was was thinking about the day. How old are they? How much money they make? (laughs) Where they're from? (laughs) Hey, hey, see that guy that walked across right there? How old do you think he is? I'm saying, I'm I'm saying, solid forty two. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry. I like people watching, man. I just, I
2: like people watching too. Uh, You just ask questions I wasn't prepared for. Like, I don't know the answer. Sorry, man. Sorry for trying to. Sorry for trying to make small talk. I am half the time. I had to do the math today. Yeah, that's bad. Well, I've. Try to quit counting because I'm getting old. See,
3: my I'm I'm actually set up pretty good for the future because I was born on a on like a, a ninety, so like an even year. Yeah. So I was a, I, d- I was a
2: multiple of five. So yeah. Yeah. Sense. So yeah.
3: so I could just add. Ten, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to whatever year it is now, because I was because you know two thousand on, you know, sure. if I just add ten to that, I'm good. I feel like I feel like even when I'm sixty, I can add ten to whatever year it is.
2: I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. A couple more things before we go to our commercial. First- <laughs> a couple more things before we go to our first commercial break. Uh, you guys know I've been writing some articles for Racer X, so this month's magazine is out. I believe it's the May issue, and my first article in print. Is out. It came out Friday. Uh, I think Eli's on the cover. Man, I, need, I should have brought you
3: cookies today,
2: bro. I got to get a copy of it. And I went to our local Books a Million. They have Dirt Rider. They have like ATV magazine. Oh, they, they still make them. They have motocross action. They don't have Racer X. I asked, "Hey, you got any Racer X?" Uh, it's not even in our system. They used to have Racer X. I I can't. I don't have a copy. Is it I was it? told they're going to send me a copy. They Walmart don't have it? I didn't check Walmart cuz I don't think they had, don't they, they don't really have a lot of magazines anymore. They, they? used
3: to always have that magazine thing in, in the center, middle. But that it, shit's gone because magazines gone? are dying. I mean, yeah. They,
2: they finally get on their the magazine in
3: 2022 and <laughs> they
2: have some magazines in the back by the books. But I didn't go look to see if they have Racer X. I just it's such a, again, niche sport. I don't assume they're going to carry it. Yeah. Like I I renewed my subscription Everybody else needs to go renew their subscription so you yeah, can get I haven't my had, articles. I haven't
3: had one of those in a while you
2: can get my 10 minutes with and you get a free cup if you order I got mine in a cup yeah it's a like a, um a tumbler with a lid you know like a coffee oh that's coke, nice. sweet tea whatever I got my sweet tea in mine but yeah go order and I, I think there's notes like where you could put like notes in there and put you listen to you you were subscribed for Darkside yeah yeah do that I'm getting paid <laughs> I just got my W9 today so I'm going to start getting paid for these things. But yeah, go check out the latest issue of Racer X. Even if you do the online only, it's on there. Yeah. If you pay for the online magazine, not just the free online stuff. You have to pay for the magazine side and my articles on there. And then I'm doing I just did another privateer profile with Richard Taylor that went up last week and I'm recording with Mathis tonight to do a privateer profile on him about all the stuff he's done for, for privateers. So, man, man just it's just, you just- Moving on up, man. I'm telling you, want we'll to take over? We're trying to take over, but anyway, I would appreciate it if you guys would subscribe to Racer X and let them know that you listen to the show, man. I mean, that would that would help me out. It means a lot. So let's show them the Moto X Pod. Show love.
3: Anything else before we take a break? I do have a point, but I don't know if I have enough time to go into it right now. Well, you got like two minutes. Um, let's do
2: this instead. Let's save it. Don't okay. forget it. Let's do I have the on race, my notes. Let's do the blood lubricant or the Racetech oh. T-shirt deal. So, can you reach in there? Yeah. Pick a winner? Oh, we lost one. Well, just take that one.
3: Take it in again.
2: Doesn't matter. We're we're picking a winner for a t shirt. If you didn't enter, you didn't enter the next contest. We like to give stuff away when we can. We have
3: Chris Ash. Chris, Chris.
2: Why can I not speak tonight? Chris Ash. Chris with a K like Chris Kiefer. I I kind of feel like that's a fake. I don't think anybody else spells their name with a K. Chris, it's, it's
3: Chris Ash, A S C H. Hit me up
2: in the email, respond to the email. I'll email you tonight if I don't forget. And uh I'll need your shipping address. I'll need your size t-shirt. And I think all we have is medium, large, and extra large. Pretty sure that's what we have. So I, yeah, I, hit me up. I Don't ask me. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm not really looking at you for an answer. I'm just thinking. Uh, let's take a commercial break. We'll be back with Kyle Peters.
0: What's up, guys? This is the Seven Juice Trade out of Hinton. I'm here to tell you about Aturbus USA. For decades, Aturbus has been the leader in motorcycle plastic accessories, like full plastic kits, frame guards, chain sliders, hand guards. In 2020, they are the proud sponsors of Red Bull Factory KTM. Factory Tile Hockey, TLD KTM, and Rocky Mountain KTM, as well as many top privateers such as myself. All you gotta do is go to AchiribiUSA.com or call 1 800 659 1440 and y'all better tell them Motorhead sent ya.
4: Hey, Dad. Great race. Not sure how you could even see.
2: Thanks, bud. All right, we're back from our first commercial break, and Kyle Peters went straight to voicemail, and his phone is on green. He's got an iPhone, but the text went to green, which I think means it's off or something along those lines. So no KP, but our boy over at Moto Limited Show, Trent Marr, not the other doofus over there, not that Nick guy. Trent Marr, I guess he was watching on YouTube. He wants to jump on, so we're going to talk to Trent Mar from Moto Limited Show. What's going on, Trent? What are you doing, man? Dude, it's uh, 10 o'clock in the morning here in Australia doing my day job as
1: we all still work a day job. But, uh, man, I'll help get you out of a pickle there because it uh, sucks at KP coming. I was looking forward to that.
2: Yeah, me too. And I bet he'll text back at some point. I texted him earlier today. And he's like, yeah, thumbs up. We're good. But who knows what's going on. Um. hopefully it's nothing too bad. Well, first of all, Trent, you're going to be brought to us by Cherbies USA and Works Connection. You guys all know about Cherbies USA and the plastic, how it fits perfect, makes your bike look brand new. Hit those guys up. And also, Works Connection, since the inception of Works Connection is in 1989, Eric Phipps' goal has been to produce works-like products for general public with products like the industry standard Pro Launch Start device, the Elite Clutch Perch, which I have one sitting over here behind my laptop for that 250 when I get it. Radiator braces, I got some of those. Customized master cylinder, I got one of those. And much more. It's hard to imagine you not going to worksconnection.com so you too can have what the pros use. So, yeah, Trent, what's going on, man? What's uh, well, How's the weather in Australia right now?
1: Uh, it is pretty hot down here at the moment. I mean, where we're based here in Queensland. Uh, we're just uh, coming out of the back end of some flooding happening here. So Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, it's been pretty hectic down here, but uh, now it's a beautiful summer's day down here we're nearly end of summer now but uh it's been good what about what about you guys how's it over there in, in texas
2: man it's it, this time of year well almost any time of year in east texas in east texas where we're at it could it's like 30 degrees one day and then 60 the it, next and last yeah. night we had a storm roll through that was like i thought it was gonna blow my house down
3: it was it was foggy and like 60 degrees this morning yeah and then in like noon it was like Forty five or fifty, and it didn't get and, chilly, didn't it? Yeah. It got like cold, and then kind of cloudy, and then now it's sunny and like sixty. So, I like, literally did like three different things today.
2: Yeah, crazy. <laughs> it's impossible to stay healthy here in East Texas. Oh yeah, <laughs> dude,
3: you always get that. That every I I just had it a couple weeks ago where it, that 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 new shift of weather comes in and yeah, like yeah. I, I'm down for like a week. <laughs> that's
1: uh, that's terrible, guys. Well, what about some supercross talk? What about do we just hand all these titles over now, like all three of them, and just go to outdoors? Are we are we done
2: with it? Honestly, man, if you're being 100% realistic, there's very little chance of either, well, you know, any of the three guys, even like when West Coast comes back, like those guys are pretty, without doing anything stupid or any major injuries, I think Eli Jett and Christian are champions. I don't think there's a lot the other guys can do, unfortunately, and that sucks.
1: But, but then you look at it, though, but they are... Well, the two 250 guys, they're the two best 250 guys we got at the moment in that class. So, you know, and then Eli, I mean, are we surprised how good he is on this Yamaha? I mean, that was, you know, Nick, my show partner, Nick was very high on it coming in, but I think a lot of us had questions. He's better.
2: Yeah. I, I expected him to be good at the end, but I, you know, I kept saying that he was, you know, it's going to take a while. He's going to have to adjust and, I would not have bet money that he'd be this good this quick. I, you know, I, I think the first round he, he he got a bad start as he usually has tended to do and didn't really make his way through. But then after that, it, yeah, I'm hundred percent surprised. I mean, but then I called Dylan Ferrandis to win. So what do you expect from me?
3: <laughs> what what surprises? Yeah, what surprises me about Tomac is not the fact that he's in the points lead. It's the fact that he's been like the more consistent guy. Like, and you know, earlier in his career, Dungey was. He was faster than Dungey, but Dungey was so consistent and didn't have those races that he was, you know, beat him in the title. The fact that Tomac has done it by maybe getting a couple of seconds and thirds and being the more smart, consistent one and not being just the balls-out fastest guy, that's what surprised me, the fact that the way he's done it, not the fact that he's doing it.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, we've had the discussion on the show is like, is this the best Eli Tomac or the best version of Eli Tomac cuz to me honestly i think this is like the combination of everything everything he's learned over the last you know 5 years of his career is now come together where he's got everything dialed in he's got still got that speed when he needs to turn it up but he now has that dungey consistency and he, he he knows how to run these championships properly and i think he's a lot more happy too where he is in in that yeah. Tenth. So I think it's just everything come together and he's finally just this is probably the Eli Tomac we all expected in you know, twenty fifteen when he was just lights out fast on that Honda. I think this is the guy we were hoping would show up. It's just taking a little bit for him to get here.
2: Yeah, he hasn't been the guy that can come from like tenth.
3: He, and- he did he did uh in Detroit though. He was yeah. straight up in tenth on the start. That's true, but like there were some races
2: in like he saw like Trent was talking about in the past where like, he's three seconds a lot faster. Like, he hasn't been that much better, but he's consistently better. And I think those things we've seen about him in the past, and Kellen kind of mentioned this last night, like in the past when Tomac would crash and you'd be like, why is it taking him so long to get up? You know, and I talked to him about that at some races, and he's like, dude, I'm on the backside of a jump. I'm not going to just get up and halt in and, and, you know, willy nilly and go jump back out there. Like, he's, Carmichael in like 99. He's. Been, he's thinking about all this like and we've kind of made fun of him or or analyze stuff i think he's he's like you say trent he's matured and now he's the perfect eli tomac like he's is fast or not faster than anybody he's consistent he stays away from stupid mistakes he rarely crashes and he doesn't have to go in by three seconds you know he's just he is yeah he's the uh the perfect eli tomac right now and Again, you mentioned him being happy, and I'm sure he's got to be getting tired of us asking about that. I almost asked him at the press conference if you're tired of us asking about you being happier. But there's something different about him, man. It has all come into place at this later stage of his career, and it's really unusual.
1: Yeah, I mean it's, I mean it's a good thing because it's it's kind of shook everything back up. Like you know, there's obviously talk coming in that it's you know the changing of the guard, the new. The sextons and the ac's, and and these guys are coming, um, you know, to take it over. And then he kind of steps up and surprises. Well, not I don't know if it's a surprise or if it's just yeah, he just has showed up and is a completely different guy and answered all the questions we had. So,
2: what do you think about him outdoors? You think he's going to dominate that too? Because I kind of. (laughs) Kind of feel like yeah, I I should just go and jump on that bandwagon now.
1: <laughs> I think you got to get on it early so you can call cool it. Yeah, and uh, I mean it's not as hot as your Fernandez take, and <laughs> unfortunately I was I was kind of with you on the Fernandez. I like, not that he was going to win. I wasn't going out on that big a limb, but I thought it was going to be better. But unfortunately, yeah. she's uh, been a little bit of a disaster. But did
3: um, did you hear him earlier, Trent? He was like saying he was he was trying to claim that it was a test to all of us. Now at yeah. this point. <laughs> Yeah, he's <laughs> Don't to, worry. Yeah.
1: My, my, my bet with Nick was the same. I said I just cuz I'm pretty bad at betting on stuff. I always lose. So when I did bet on Francis it was to ma- to make Eli better. So you're welcome that Eli's going to be the champ.
2: Uh <laughs> speaking of your your partner in crime Nick, uh, can we can we talk about the the what he's doing right now?
1: Uh yeah. I guess uh so. depending what you're talking about, he's got a lot of things going on.
2: Uh well, <sighs> the world supercross stuff is that he's kind of helping out he's involved you guys are all involved i think
1: uh well yeah we we you know with adam Bailey and that we have a really good relationship with adam um and we've built it over the last couple of years and obviously with us being australians and trying to do what we're doing he's you know obviously a big advocate for us and um, you know, Nick's just taken over the the ride facility um, down here that Bailey has uh, been a part of. So, um, you know, he's sort of working there at the moment doing that. But then, yeah, we're trying to obviously do media for World Supercross. And, you know, we had him on the other day before Mathis did. So, no, no, chainless plug there. But,
2: uh, <laughs> we, limited show. We, had, limited. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we had him on there and we, we asked him, you know, sort of what was going on and how it was all going to work. And, um, a little bit different, too, to you know about taking on fell. We were more like, What about all this other stuff and all these other ways you want to do it, and that sort of stuff, so we're trying to help where we can, and he's trying to help us, and hopefully you know, Nick wants to go to Dubai for whatever round's going to be in Dubai oh yeah, uh, it, Dubai it gets looks, it out
2: Dubai looks
1: rad, yeah, There's so yeah.
2: much money there.
1: <laughs> Crazy money. so Man, um, find me a sugar yeah, so, mama.
2: We're,
1: <laughs> <laughs> so we're sort of, you know, not too hands-on with it, but we're kind of like, you know, asking questions and, and then kind of getting opinions for different things that we've seen along the way. So it's pretty cool. But uh, his biggest thing is being a part of that ride facility now. And he's, um, you know, if you know Nick, he's uh, he's a real big soil guy and he likes to... <laughs> talk about soil and work with soil so he'll be pumped um uh, prepping me up a track that i can go ride all the time and tell you how bad it is
2: <laughs> <laughs> i like it yeah i missed you guys in the press conference saturday night i was like man that's the first one yeah. i think you guys have both missed
1: yeah yeah well we were uh well nick was t- it was his first weekend of the job and because yeah. of the rain we've had down here he's had to try and rebuild the facility from it being partially underwater and uh i do live announcing at our local event so i was uh my voice sounds a little raspy today' is because i'm still trying to recover because there was some great action at our local racing we have here We have like some of the best kids in Australia that race at our state state level events, and kids down here still race we don't have facilities they race you know week in week out if they can um so dude, I was yeah, I get to announce that, so it sucked we missed it because dude. What a weekend for Supercross too! Our phones blew up during the day with people like messaging us about what was going on, and we're trying not to look at it because we couldn't watch it. But it was intense. Well, you know, watching our final 450 moto, it's yeah,
2: insane. insane. You're right. I mean, yeah. It, yeah, I don't know. I think, I think they're right. Last night, that's too many laps. But I don't really think yeah. the number of laps had anything to do with the issues. I mean, it really it started with Cooper what i think he brain farted which uh I mean, happens. anybody knows i've had some experience with that kind of lost track <laughs> where I, I i've had that issue before thank yeah. god nobody landed on top of me but that's yeah between that and then jason man like the jason anderson anderson thing was just, you mean
3: justin anderson or justin
2: yeah like he, he just barely tipped over it seemed like but then he was clearly loopy and like uh. You know, if you watch, I think it was the review pod where they were kind of like, "It's kind of funny," but or maybe it was main event. It was main event, Daniel's show. Yeah. And uh, and they were talking about like it was kind of funny because the comic was almost like something out of a movie. Like he he got back on the bike and took off, and he just starts slowly veering to the left, and he just tips over. Like oh shit! Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. The just- first
1: glance that first glance that crash looks like nothing, but when you slow like, slow it down and you watch how violently his head hits the ground, yeah. though, like. Dude, that was yeah, I was a big hit, but yeah, I.
3: This is a to, pretty for him blue group right there.
1: Oh, it looked like concrete, and I mean, you know, Jordan Smith talked about that the other night on Pulp too—that it was pretty hard there all day.
6: So,
1: mm-hmm. um, yeah, it was crazy. I, to be honest though, with the Cooper thing, I think he brainfired it, but also having Chase, you know, coming up the inside and putting the pressure on him, and then you know, not Cade Clay's fault, but Cade being on the outside—it kind of just everything was going on at once, and he just hit the accelerator and went, oh, wait a minute. You could just see in the air, you could just see him go, oh, that was the wrong decision yeah, to make right yeah, now. Yeah, he tried stretching it out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, so a bit of a bit of a brain fart, but yeah. And then, yeah, just like chaos had just entered the chat, basically. It just turned into this, it you know, nearly was a 450 LCQ at the end of it. No
2: shit, yeah. just go Good round. point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, hell, the LCQ we- was crazy. The whole race was crazy. It was a crazy night. I mean, mm. the racing was crazy. The announcing was crazy. <laughs> like, it was a mess. Yeah, yeah. yeah got to be, yeah, the, you gotta be the, careful those grip guards, man.
1: Those grip guards. The grip are pretty... <laughs> yeah, I heard that too. I didn't
3: hear. that. were talking that. about hand guards. They kept calling them grip <laughs> guards. I just, I, I, I heard the Justin Anderson thing, and I just, like, yeah, I, I just stopped listening to well, him that after
2: was, that. Todd also called him grip
3: guards. Yeah, I so. know. I literally yeah. stopped listening to it. When Todd starts speaking, I don't listen.
2: Yeah, I zoned out a little bit too. And like I told Daniel, I said, man, I was sort of, yeah, I, I sort of just kind of was, I was in the pulp chat room for fantasy and I was more involved in that and just watching because it, it's just not, it's good without Daniel there, man. And- Dude,
3: it it's, it sounds like he, like, I'm not, okay. To me, it sounds like we're trying to, like, we're commentating this for a kindergartner watching like his first TV show ever is what it sounds like when well, he's on, when he's on there.
2: I think the NBC announcers the guys that are contracting nbc him and lee and, and ralph in the past Well, ralph might not have been contracted by nbc but they were that's what they're told to do that's what I they mean, want there's that's got to NBC, be a middle ground but nbc does not understand our sport they don't care about our sport they it, care it's they're just trying to make money off of it it's, it's, like, it's, it's yeah. a sport and they're like okay lee does racing lee covers racing did it, let's put Lee in there. Like they, it's just racing like, to Like
3: I feel like I'm watching motocross, like the Disney movie, oh, right, which I yeah. loved. I grew up watching that movie. <laughs> but that's what it sounds. announcing sounds but like that.
2: That's what they want. They want. Yeah. It. Go ahead. But to be honest, like I mean,
1: I just come off live announcing at an event on the weekend, and the first one you're always kind of rusty. And I mean, Todd's only done two for this year, and he's come in what round nine and round ten, mm-hmm. and he's you know, so he's like. You got to get in the groove of knowing the the names and the numbers yeah. and the you know and and just the pace that everything happens in in Supercross like everything happens really really quick so you got to give him a little you know a little yeah. bit of slack I mean, and, and that's a good point him, but yeah
3: that, that's a good point but I mean he's a prof that's his job that'd yeah. be like that'd be like. Dark side going and putting the wrong pipe in a hole and flooding somebody's house. And, oh, I hadn't worked. I did not worked this weekend. I put the wrong pipe in. Like, yeah, Shit. that wouldn't work. You Don't know, look that past me. Yeah, <laughs> it,
2: doesn't, yeah it doesn't take. I take a couple of days off, and I got. to everything, man. I, you know, I, I we're guess, talking about me.
3: Yeah, well, it, it, okay. If they want to, if they want to go to that direction where they want to make it for kids,
2: NBA, do, It's not about kids. Well, just that. NBC young... NBC wants it where everybody, uh, like Steve has talked about the the person that
3: flips to the channels that doesn't know anything about it, catches okay. it and goes,
2: oh, that's interesting. Then they then want put, it
3: bland. Then put that person, put that on have that person cover the one that goes on the national broadcast All of us that pay for Peacock or whatever, give us. So the, now you want them to pay for two announcers? Like just, more? just not, put DB in there. <laughs>
2: they got to pay him.
3: Well, then <laughs> you know, the, the, Peacock will pay, pay for it. Cause gotta, I'm paying Peacock. Peacock is NBC. Yeah. Well then they can pull it out of the Peacock budget.
2: Well, I don't think they're going to be on NBC next year. So this, hopefully, yeah, I, I, I don't see them going back. Cause I don't think, uh, Hey, hang on one second. Uh, we,
3: we have a listener that says he gets slack on Kyle, the first Kyle, one.
2: KP's been trying to call. Okay. Hey, Trent, we're going to let you go, man. Later, Trent. Peace. <laughs> All right, thanks, thanks for guys. helping out, bud. See ya. No worries. All right. Bye. Bye. DJ, TJ, and I trust Blood Lubricants in our machines, so you can, too. Go to bloodlubricants.com to order today. Don't forget to check out their Chain Lube, Two-Stroke Premix, PolyClean, and many other products. Use promo code MOTOX to support the Moto X Pod Show.
3: Scotty T here from the Moto X Pod Show with another fantastic product from Burn Motorsports. It's Shock Socks, the number one 10-second removable fork seal protector. No one likes having leaky fork seals. With Shock Socks, you can protect your fork seals from the crap at the track in a matter of 10 seconds. Fork seals can be expensive and take away from your ride time, so fight the crime of grit and grime with Shock Socks. Check your local dealer or go to the burrmotorsports.com webpage. Also, follow them on Facebook and Instagram. So go out and make sure to get your pair of Shock Socks today. If you're
2: anything like me, you remember in the late 80s and the 90s, all the cool custom-painted helmets. Jeremy McGrath, Damon Bradshaw, Jeff emig all the top riders showed their style and personality with a custom-painted helmet. I was always envious. I mean, I knew I'd at least look faster with a custom lid. Now you, too, can be like your favorite riders. Be one of the cool kids. Kirk Hunter from Extreme Colors has been painting helmets since 1998 and has you covered. For only $395, you can have a one of a kind professional paint job on your lid. Contact Kirk Hunter at xkhelmetpainting at gmail.com and follow them on Instagram at, at Extreme Colors. That's X T R E M E K O L O R S. Extreme Colors. Be the envy of all your friends and contact Extreme Colors today. Let them know that the Moto X Pot Show sent you, as always. All right, we had to let Trent go, but uh KP, he didn't ghost us. He just, you know, I don't We'll, we'll find Sorry, out what guys. happened, but KP is on the phone with us. He is brought to you by Cherbey's USA and Works Connection. Kyle Peters, what's going on, man?
4: How's it going, guys? Sorry about that. Having some uh technical issues with uh with my phone. Uh I yeah, kind of figured
2: that because you clearly have an iPhone because the texts are usually blue. And then I noticed the one I sent you earlier was green, which generally means it's off or there's something with iMessaging is down. So I kind of figured you have, and it was going straight to voicemail. So I figured, I figured it was something technical.
4: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely wasn't ghosting you guys. Love <laughs> you guys. Uh
2: feel really, really bad. Not, not no, a problem, I, man. It's dude. I you don't know this, we need to get into you, but like I, I made a huge mistake with technical issues when I, my first time ever trying to get Eli Tomac on the show. I finally got oh. him on the show and I mixed up my central and Pacific time and told him two hours too early.
4: Oh no. And
2: I was literally in the shower and I was getting calls from uh their PR manager, like, he's waiting on you and I was like, Oh shit, it's not even showtime and he was pissed. So oh, it, went, man. it went, I've been there, dude. But let's get into since we only have about ten minutes with you. Yep. Uh dude, you, you had a pretty big get off at uh Daytona, right? And uh broke your hand, ribs, and yep. how are you feeling right now?
4: Uh right now, uh feel I'm feeling good. Like the, it's honestly not much pain. It's just when when I go on the bike, my ribs, obviously the jarring and supercross, uh all the G forces, it doesn't doesn't feel very good. And then my hand doesn't hurt too bad i just don't have much grip strength yeah um and i I tried to ride last weekend um obviously didn't didn't really work very well uh i could do maybe a lap to two laps at a time and even at that like it wasn't at a fast pace i was just kind of out there riding around so uh the team team and i kind of decided to uh to take the weekend off um it just i i would have probably ended up crashing and hurting myself more or something silly would have happened. So, yeah. uh,
2: I was going to say with the way Detroit went and the number of laps put in, that was probably the best time to sit out a race.
4: Yeah, it was, that was a gnarly race. (laughs)
2: You are not lying. Like we were just talking about that. Like it's hard to even wrap our brains around everything that went down. And I don't know that really any of it was because of the track conditions. Like, I mean, maybe there were some contributing factors, but like it was just all weird stuff
4: for sure. Yeah, I mean, so many title guys going down, going <laughs> oh. out, and it's just like, what is going on? Yeah, but
2: and all in like a minute and a half. Uh, yeah, it was it was wild.
4: Yeah, definitely. I was, I was sitting in stands watching, and I'm just like, <laughs> what is going on?
2: No kidding. Yeah, we that's I think that's what the whole anybody that watching was thinking, like, oh my god, just one after the other, insane. Yeah,
4: Um, absolutely. Yeah,
2: but, hey, so, again, I'm going to rush through some stuff. Congratulations on the Arena Cross Championship again. Thank Um, you. I'm sure Steve will get you on and talk about how much money you made again. And now you're probably like a millionaire, right? But, oh, yeah, whatever. I want to transfer, though, like the idea of the difference in arena cross and super cross for the average viewer, even for a media guy. I'm like, okay, it's the same basic idea, small arena, but it really is a drastic, drastic difference. Can you kind of explain that for the people listening? Like, uh, even like Michael Hicks came out this weekend, right? And he, I mean, he didn't look near as good as he does in arena cross. Like what, what is the difference or what does it take to physically, mentally make that jump?
4: Uh, man. Yeah. Like you were saying, it's, it's two different worlds really. Um, I think when, when Feld was running it, um, it was a little bit, uh, more similar to supercross because, uh, it was a little bit more peaked, um, a little bit more technical. It had big whoops, um, and, and now like the past, the past three years, I, I, since I've been running it, um, so we race, the amateurs race with us essentially, um, like in between our motos, right. they'll have fifties, sixties, C-class, literally everything Kids, yeah, is out, yeah. Out, to, out there racing. So they make the tracks, they can't make the tracks gnarly are They can't make them very technical. So you have to, it's a, it's a fine line of how, how they can build the tracks for everyone with also having having us there to to race and and be good for us too so um there's a few a few arenas that we go to where uh they'll have like a pro section and that'll either be like a pro double or a set of whoops like a bigger set of whoops um which that helps but essentially like the tracks they're just super tame so bike setup is on on different planets, uh as far mm-hmm. as suspension setting, chassis chassis settings. Um it's it's so much different. Uh we like our main events are fifteen laps at Arena Cross and usually anywhere from twenty five to, to thirty second lap time.
2: So <laughs> right, a yeah, yeah, bit okay, yeah.
4: So we're out there for six, seven, seven minutes at a at for for a main event. Um but yeah like I, I really like it. In the sense of like, uh, I get a lot of gate drops f- coming into Supercross, um, a lot of racing time. I know it's not exactly the same, but it's still like I'm flying. To, I'm flying to different places, getting to race, flying home. So it's kind of like similar to Supercross in that aspect. Like you kind of get in, into the groove of of kind of in in the season. Yeah. Um, And I think I think it does help with me a, a lot uh, coming into Supercross. But yeah, just. Just bike setup is hard to, is hard to nail down.
2: So is that a t- is that a difficult transition? Like, let's say you're racing uh, arena cross this weekend, and you know next weekend or even two weeks, you're going back to supercross. Is it is it is is a difficult tra- transition, or is it just, all right? It's just, I mean, it's still riding a dirt bike, but how difficult is it to make that mindset change?
4: Um. So, uh it can be tough uh depending on a few different things but for the most part like i i practice supercross all winter uh even even during arena cross season okay. um i mostly just just ride supercross um but then my arena cross bike is completely different so um definitely I still have to put a lot of time in on on that suspension setting the chassis settings cuz uh they're both very different than my, than my supercross bike and and just knowing kind of what it what it's gonna do um on the track. That's that's a, another thing. Uh but yeah, it's drastically different arena cross supercross and the bike my bike is completely different.
2: Interesting. In both ways. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, that, that, that fills me in on some stuff. Go ahead, Scotty. All oh. right,
3: so I'm going to put two of my questions kind of into one. So since we're all okay. short on time, uh, yeah, and I
2: actually told Moran's that we're we're okay. We're well, running I, a little bit behind, I'll, so I'll, we, we have a few more minutes with
3: him. I can still put this into to one question. So I kind of wanted to know, like, do you do you have any ambition? Like, I know you you are on a streak now, and you're doing the arena cross thing, and you kind of want to probably want to keep that going. But do you have, is any of your ambition to? Break the record that Buddy Antonis had at. I know he had five. So I don't. Do you have any ambition to break six? And then also, the kind of the second part is it seems like you would kind of be a good candidate for the new world supercross thing that's coming up. So is that kind of something that you would like to do as well? Kind of just, you know, take us through both of those.
4: Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, Buddy, I think, has uh, five overall championships, and then I think he has 111 something wins so i'm not even close to his win, win record
6: <laughs> he's <laughs> um, a beast
4: yeah it's it's that guy's incredible he's a legend yeah. um but yeah i definitely definitely want, want to go after his record um that's something that i think is achievable um and and yeah you know like i i love it cross it kind of takes me back to growing up um it's a little bit more not not so much like supercross where, uh, there's so much pressure and like you're in, in a big semi and you're kind of, kind of away from the fans like this, like we're, we're parked right next to a, a kid on a 60 or <laughs> that's cool, 50 yeah. kids. So like we're, we're interacting with the fans a lot more interacting with the riders a lot more talk to them, obviously like we're, we're down there and staging with them. So that's something that's really, really cool. And that I, that I really like, um, it kind of brings me back to, having fun, hanging out with dad at, at the night track growing up kind of deal. So uh, definitely want, want to go after that record. And then the world supercross, I would, I would love to do that. Like that would be my ideal uh, really season for me to right, do a ring yeah. cross supercross, and then go into the world supercross that, that would be incredible. I wouldn't have to go sell cars. It'd be <laughs> perfect. <laughs>
2: Yeah, no, we were just talking when uh you didn't when you weren't able to answer our buddy Trent Mara over in Australia, who is part of the Moda Limited show, they're actually they're both him and his co host are working for those guys and friends with those guys over there. So we were just talking about that series and I think there's some big things coming. Uh, you know, I know like Steve was talking and like ah some of those guys are like it might be hard to get some of the bigger names and there's some I'm hearing some of those bigger names have already said they're in. Um, really? Yeah. Now whether they, they, you know, some of these bigger names can say I'm doing this for or I'm sure. doing that. And then their team can say, uh, no, you're not. But I know there's a couple pretty big names that want to do it. But I, I think for guys like yourself, you, you know, a car now, uh, those like, I mean, I think it could be really good for you guys.
4: Yeah, I would. That That's the dream really. Um, to be able to travel around race my dirt bike, have fun, see new places, yeah. like
2: and not have to sell cars. Exactly,
4: it, it, that's a perfect scenario for me. So definitely, I would, I would love to to make that happen.
2: But why do you have to sell cars? Didn't what did Steve say you made last year? Like I forget <laughs> it what it was, but
4: like, oh, trust me, if I made what Steve said I made, I yeah. wouldn't be selling cars. <laughs>
2: yeah, you know it's funny though. Anytime anybody asks Steve about what he makes, because it's up in those probably numbers of what he said you make. He doesn't like that. He he's like, yeah, he shuts that down real yeah. quick. Steve doesn't like shit being turned back around on him.
4: That's funny. I, I love those guys. Yeah. yeah next funny. time
2: he talks to you, like, uh, my ceilings aren't eighteen feet tall. I don't have a pool. Uh, yeah, I don't Two, have three double gates, gates to get yeah. into my house. Yeah, give it back um, to him. Yeah, you know, free bikes, free, you know, shoot. Steve's living the yeah. dream. Anyway, if which, you
3: if you did do that world championship thing, would you would you would Phoenix be able to support you through that or would you have to go find your own deal for that? That's so that's I, part of I'm that. I'm not
2: sure. Oh, that's part of that deal. Is they're going to have 10 teams, I think, is what it is, that basically buy in or they or there's 10 teams and they're going to get a certain number of riders and those teams are, like like so a privateer Joe, can't like, do we it. We can't start a team and be like, hey, we're a part of it. You The have Moto X Pod Show it. team and take yeah, Kyle... Can't, we can't, can't do, that. do that. No, there's no Moto X Pod Show. They're going to approve certain teams, and those teams are in, and they like they have like a contract for a certain number of years, I believe. Steve did a podcast on wow. it, but if they decide after two years, well, we don't want to do this anymore, they can then sell that position or that team, that spot, to somebody else, and okay. then that team can take it over. That's how I understand it to be. So, yeah, like Kevin morans or kyle peters or Cade Clayson would have to get on an approved team and that's gotcha. how that's going to work it's not going to just be like some you know a privateer semi show up at the race and you can race <laughs> so,
4: yeah yeah that'd be tough for sure
2: yeah it's gonna be interesting though and i think it's like originally when i heard about this thing i was like that's not gonna work man it's in the same time as nationals and you know and nobody's gonna be down for that but i i'm changing my tune pretty quick i think this is going to be a I think it's going to work out, and I think it's going to grow every year. The only issue, I hope so. yeah, the only issue that kind of stood out on the uh, the pod that Steve did was them talking about um, like AMA or Feld has contracts with all, all these venues in the United States, and yeah. I'm sure in other countries, other people have venues. And if if yeah, World Supercross true. tried to come to the United States and race, they could be the Feld would be like, uh, you know, if you if you allow them to race in your venue, we could say oh, well, no Monster Jam, no Supercross in your venue again. So yeah. that's politics involved. Not saying that they would For do sure, that, yeah. but I guess in the past that's happened uh, with Clear Channel and some other – when uh, somebody else tried to do a, a, a series that competed with Supercross, and Clear Channel was like, yeah, we'll pull all our, our concerts from your venues. So there's going to be some politics to work out. It's going to be interesting how it plays out. But I do think – again, I keep saying this, but – Guys like yourself are going to have somewhere else to race Supercross and not have to go out and try to race outdoors and make no money.
4: Yeah. I mean, that, that's a win-win for me. Yeah,
2: definitely. <laughs> uh,
4: and, and, yeah, like like I said, really, that, that's the whole goal is to, to make earn, a living.
2: Yeah, earn a living, sure. Yeah. Yeah. So. And, and you're, you're talented enough and good enough. that I mean, you should be able to do that. Like, it shouldn't be a problem.
4: <laughs> Thank you.
2: I appreciate it. <laughs> no problem, man. You're welcome. Go on, um, Scotty, we had keep one of our
3: uh, listeners that wanted to know what your best after race story slash memory was. That's funny. I have a question almost just like that. Go ahead.
4: Oh man, that's a that's a tough question. Um, after race memory, uh, what are the I what mean, are
2: the arena cross championship parties like?
4: <laughs> uh, we're we're super mellow. Uh,
3: Come on, man. Not like keep like what is it the. Would the Kiefer say the the old uh, Amsoil stories or whatever? The I don't remember the whole thing. Yeah, the, yeah. Press box or whatever. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I've heard I've heard stories of of arena cross back in the day and how gnarly those guys were. And, oh. and I'm definitely not 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 that guy. Uh, well, I have Supercross right after, so yeah. It's usually the next weekend we go to Supercross. So usually the celebrating usually waits till after Supercross. But okay, I, I'm not a big drinker anyways, so. We uh we usually go to dinner, hang out, have a good time, and uh, go on to bed.
2: <laughs> no trophy girls and all that kind of stuff, huh?
4: No, no trophy girls. I for some reason I can't get them. <laughs> can't get them to even come to dinner with me. I don't know.
2: Huh? Well, we, we got to work on that, KP. <laughs> they're all they're know, all they're all over eating good-looking, war, champion, uh, arena cross rider, professional supercross rider. You should have like your DMs should be blowing up with. I know. Huh. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I don't know. I, like something wrong. I mean my, my DMs are always blowing up, KP. That is
3: not true.
2: That is true what you just with said. T- no, you saying that it's not true is true. But <laughs> well, I mean, you
3: did get that grandma sounded kind of uh, like she gra- was into
2: yeah. <laughs> the email. Hey man, I, I mean I text I got I text with Brady and Kylie and they're but they're all taken, but Riley and
3: So, uh, <laughs> so you're so you're good at you're friend zoned by yeah, all I'm of them a friend zone with lots
2: of monster girls. I don't know, man. <laughs> Oh, anyway, well let's move on. uh, hey. wait, uh so yeah, so there ahead. was
3: so there was no fighting with Charlie Bogard and, and oh, swinging silencers dude, too and chains. You even probably know those stories. <laughs> <laughs> he,
4: no no fights. Everything was uh especially this past one. Um, cuz we did six weekends of Reno cross and then straight into East Coast. Um Yeah. It was I mean it was mellow. We uh we did our celebration at the track, went back uh <laughs> Went to Yard House for dinner, um, and I I kept it kept at super local with a water and uh, and a lemonade. And
2: damn KP, I'm not I don't even want to
3: come to your championship parties. <laughs> yeah, well, that sounds like right up your alley. You don't drink either.
2: No, I don't want to drink, but damn it, I want a steak and I want like you know, <laughs> I want a steak and I want.
3: I don't know what a Yardbirds is.
2: I don't either, but I want steak and I want Monster Girls.
4: Yeah, maybe maybe after Supergirls. after after okay. the work's done, then. Then we can we can figure it
2: out. Yeah, I told Paige Craig that I better be on the guest list when Christian wins. Like this, you know. I, I feel like I'm fairly, I like that. You know that that's probably going to be a pretty mellow one too. But you know, if Monster, you think about it. If Christian wins and then Eli wins, there might be a hell of a monster party.
4: Yeah, I think Monster might might have to go all out for that one.
2: Yeah, and then Jet wins, we'll switch, we'll fly over to the, or you know, cruise across town to the Red Bull party.
4: Yeah, exactly.
2: We'll figure it out, KP. You'll be in Salt <laughs> Lake. We'll we'll figure it out. And we'll 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 make this. We'll steal somebody else's championship party and have a blast. There we go. I like that. Crash a party. Yeah. Let me ask you yeah. a couple off off racing topics because I I don't do this very often, but every once in a while I just like to have some random questions. All right. Yeah. Sounds this good. is a, this is a go to question for me. When you put the toilet paper roll on the spool, does the toilet paper come off the front or off the back against the wall? Only the front.
3: Yeah. All right. That's a, that's a Only win. Yeah. Okay. Mine mine sits. I don't even put it on. You, know you put put on the spool. It, just sits, it sits on the counter. I got a perfectly good hey. finger. I can do it either side if I want to. <laughs> I'm not even going to go there. You're talking about your finger and well, toilet paper. Well, for the roll, <laughs> not for my... Tell, not,
2: tell KP about our, our toilet paper roll in the in the studio bathroom. Oh, that it's... Thing is, yeah, it's, uh, a, the it's, paper it's
3: it's a set of rentals.
2: Renthal handlebars, yeah. yeah on a, on Perfect. A, yeah, it's yeah. pretty sick. Um, all right, what's the worst trouble you've ever been in? And I feel like this is going to be a boring story too now.
4: Yeah, I I, I don't have much for you there. Um speeding tickets okay uh, how fast not that fast yeah, i think Bandit it was like KB. a... I think it was like a 80 and a 65 or something uh, so like that's it, not wasn't, bad. it wasn't it wasn't really that bad yeah. like uh, I'll, I'll we you were like one. we were
3: like excuse me sir i'm i'm Kyle Peters arena cross champion <laughs> i just won an arena cross <laughs> championship
4: i'm trying to get to my championship party <laughs> <laughs> man i remember that like it was yesterday cuz it's been a couple of years yeah and that dude that dude didn't give me nothing literally walked up. I like had my license registration already. Um, and he was like, he was like, all right, license registration. I like gave it to him. He went straight back to this car, came up with a ticket sign here. And that was it. I'm like, Man. dude, d- you didn't give me no chance for nothing.
2: You know what to fix that? What's that? If you'd had a monster girl in the seat
4: with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you probably wouldn't get. I probably wouldn't even got a ticket.
2: Right, a uh, or nothing. Yeah. All right. Last question, man. What's your worst travel experience? Like flight, driving, cross country to a race. Like, what's the worst experience you've ever had? Oh man. Uh, so
4: I was going to. Uh, I forget where we're going. Somewhere in Indiana. Okay. So, I'm like looking for flights. Um, it was an amateur race, but. Uh, for whatever reason, my bike was already up there. So I'm just going to fly from, fly from home up there and looking for flights. They're stupid expensive. And I somehow got on this website and I bought this like $39 flight to India. I'm like, yes, this is greatest thing ever.
2: All right. I love it.
4: Uh, so go out of, I think it was, uh, Charlotte or something. And this is the first time I've ever walked out on, like on the, the tarmac to get on the plane. Right. And I walk, we walk out of the concourse onto the tarmac to this plane. And it's a, it's a six seater plane. <laughs> like, pl- yeah. Prop plane. Yeah. And like, I can see the two pilots up front. There's me and one other girl. And she's freaking out. And we had a, we had a stop in Nashville. So we get on a, the things high side, back and forth down the, down the <laughs> runway. We get off. <laughs> <laughs> sketchiest thing ever. Yeah. We finally we made it to Nashville and it's it's in the winter, so it's I think it was snowing or something. And they didn't even put me like in like the main concourse. Like it was like off in this separate little building by myself. No food, no drink <laughs> machine, no nothing in this place. And then they're like, Oh like your flight's delayed, like you to go to Indy. And it just kept getting delayed and delayed for I I think I sat in there for 4 or 5 hours oh like, god! no food no drinks like this was before like you could really get on the internet on on your phone like yeah. no it was nothing uh, and then they're like li- they're like listen like the weather's too bad um to get you like to fly you there we're going to they're like we're going to get you a taxi to drive you the re- the 6 hours or whatever <laughs> i'm like you're kidding me right now
2: <laughs> a taxi
4: and no joke, they got me a taxi and the taxi drove me the rest of the way.
2: Wow. Okay, that's pretty bad, Kyle. That's pretty bad.
4: Yeah.
3: I was like, yep, yeah, that's
4: that's the last time. No more thirty nine dollar flights. No.
3: <laughs> what, what kind of business model are they running where they're gonna pay for a taxi yeah, for a thirty nine dollar ta- flight? The taxi was probably five hundred bucks.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah. It was it it was the most like I was like, This can't be real. It would have right been
2: cheaper like, to rent no you a car until you to leave the car yeah. there wow
3: absolutely
4: yeah
2: that's yeah. awesome all right Scotty's got one more for you and we'll let you go
3: um yeah mine's kind of my uh, I guess mine's kind of more serious again but uh so it you know the Phoenix Honda team is like they're pretty much y'all have been pretty much dominating that series in arena cross for the last few years and then kind of before y'all it was Babbitts and I just kind of wanted to know your opinion on like why like you don't see more of those teams do that and like kind of maybe you know get you know more of guys like you to do that to kind of make that championship a little more stacked or have a little more you know more competition between just one of those teams like that kind of dominating the whole thing. Scared of KP?
4: <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I'm not really sure. So Babbitts did it the year the first first and second year I was on uh, I ran the series, and uh, the second year like they brought they brought Michael Lessie, who's an amazing rider, um, and he came really close. Uh to beating me a couple different times, um and then he ended up getting hurt, but Babbitts pulled out last year, and I'm not really sure I'm not sure if it was it's kind of the the payout for from the track mm-hmm. that doesn't attract more riders or that's a that's a great question, and i I don't I wish I knew because I think I think the more people that do come and and, and race like it's just gonna elevate myself, elevate other riders and 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 it's better for for everyone it's better for the racing better for the fans
2: yeah it's good for uh, the sport in general yeah
4: exactly and i and i love it i love i love competition i love uh being pushed and and making myself better so yeah i'm i'm all in all in for it
3: yeah it's just it's just interesting to me that like more of those teams at that same caliber are just not watching that and being like Like, why are we just letting them get all of this? You know, like probably
2: is the the lack of exposure. It's the exposure. Still, I mean, there is some TV this year. It's getting better every year. But I and and more teams or more people are trying to get bigger names there every year. It's growing a little bit every year. Give it a couple more years, and I mean, you know, the kicker series and the Hoosier series. Man, if those guys could come together, yeah, that would be a big deal. Somehow, like I feel like it's going to get it's going to get better every year. Like I don't think these are going away. These TV packages are going to get better. Uh, And I bet we'll start seeing it more. And and next year, this is the first year coming really off of all the COVID stuff, even though we still have some. But uh, give it next, like, wait till 23 and let's reassess that question. I bet more people get involved. Kyle, we're going to let you go, man. We got to get Kevin Moran's on. Uh, Appreciate you doing it. And we need to get you back on again in a few weeks, maybe, you know, three or four weeks. And we'll try to get a full interview in with you. Yeah.
4: I I feel, I feel terrible. Dump, I'm sorry, man. guys. It's, uh, <laughs> that that's my bad. For All sure. good,
2: man. It happens. No big deal. Glad you uh, got back with us and we'll talk to you soon, man.
4: Sounds good. You guys have a good one. And uh, thanks for chatting.
2: All right, KP,
3: take care. Appreciate it.
2: All right. Thanks to Kyle Peters for coming on. Uh, we need to take another commercial break in just a moment We're we need to get Moran's on, but before we do for our YouTube listeners, we're going to go ahead and just keep recording. So if you're wa if you're listening to this and post, Again, try to get on our YouTube channel, uh, subscribe, try to watch live. If you can, we'll do giveaways. We'll do some cool stuff. We record, we talk to them during the commercial breaks. We're still talking to our YouTube listeners sometimes and shooting the crap and answering questions. Uh, but I have some blood lubricants, blood bath. It's a bike wash. It is sitting right here. I don't know what camera's on, but, uh, we're going to give this bottle of blood bath away to the, my camera. To the first YouTube viewer who can tell me, because Logan Carnell is sponsored by Blood Lubricants. So I want to know his best finish ever in Supercross. Any class, any year, what is his best finish ever? First person with the answer uh, wins the bloodbath. So, Scotty, pay Um, attention. Yep. I will tell you the answer here in just a second. When we go to break, we'll be right back with Kevin Moran's. If you want
0: power, then you need Williams Moto Works.
2: Wait, wait what, what was that? It's the Supercross guy, voice. No, no, it's not. Sounds more like a Hulk Hogan promo. Well, that's good and tough. I like that. Dude, we aren't making a redneck commercial for a professional company like Williams Moto Works. He designs camshafts, built performance motors with CNC porting. So it needs to be tough and cool. A company who can reprogram ECUs. Higher rev limits and custom maps
0: needs a professional commercial, dude. So, like, if you want complete power package from cams, portings, transmissions to ECUs, then contact WilliamsMotoWorks at 414-467-6199 or follow them on Instagram at WilliamsMotoWorks, that's Williams underscore Moto, W-E-R-X. Or you can even email them at Williams WilliamsMotoWorks, that's Williams moto and then W-E-R-X- at gmail.com okay
2: that's better not good but better Fly Racing is back on board with the Moto X Pod show for 2021 what can we say that you don't already know in 2020 Fly revolutionized the helmet game with the Formula Helmet For 2021, they brought us the Formula CC with the same Rion technology and a tri-weave composite shell at a fantastic price point. Fly Racing also released the new light pant with a boa in the front. Visit flyracing.com to see everything Fly Racing has to offer from the moto, street, BMX, water, and even mountain bike lines. Once you try Fly Racing, you'll see why riders like the 2020 motocross national champion Zach Osborne, as well as Blake Baggett, gold medalist Connor Fields, and even the Beast from the East, Damon Bradshaw, trust Fly Racing. There simply is no better.
0: What's up, guys? This is the 7 Trade out of Intercount. I'm here to tell you about Aturibus USA. For decades, Aturibus has been the leader in motorcycle plastic ancestries like full plastic kits, frame guards, chain sliders, hand guards. In 2020, they are the proud sponsors of Red Bull, factory KTM, Factory Hockey, T L D KTM, and Rocky Mountain KTM, as well as many top privateers, such as myself. stuff. All you gotta do is go to atherabusa.com or call 1800-659-1440 and y'all better tell them Motorhead Posso Sanyo.
2: We are back. Next up is our Race Tech Privateer Spotlight, brought to you by Race Tech, obviously. Race Tech, uh where's my notes, man? Race Tech is the world's largest aftermarket suspension modification company. All race tech products include award winning gold valves and settings are one hundred percent guaranteed and made in the USA. Visit racetech.com for more info and use promo code MotoXPod to save. Tonight's Race Tech Privateer Spotlight is on our buddy Kevin Moranz. What's up, dude?
5: I'm doing good, man. You know, race tech, I use them as well, so fits perfectly <laughs>
2: absolutely hey you don't have to wear x brand do you uh negative i wear oakley unfortunately well you're not brought, unfortunately you're to us by x brand but that's okay i mean if you wear the second or third best goggle that's all right kevin
0: uh i'm not gonna i'm not gonna dog it just because this is y'all's show but right on fair uh, enough. Let's you know, move i appreciate on. the people that yeah there you go <laughs> hey
2: man, so we talked to you i've never one, worn them so i can't say nothing yeah they're good man you know if, if you ever need a goggle just hit me up we'll, we'll take care of <laughs> you all right i got you i got but, you but uh no man i wanted we talked or not what i don't know a month ago or so you were on maybe you know four or five weeks ago i can't remember you were on but since then, dude, you have had a couple of your best finishes of your career. Talk about that.
5: Yeah, man. I mean, the the biggest thing for me uh, coming into this year was obviously making the jump to the 450 class. Yeah. Uh, obviously, I went 250 to 450 last year. Um, this year, some kind of domino effects kind of put me in a position to do 450. I didn't really, I mean, I kind of had an option to do 250, but um, my motor builder didn't really, uh, he's not really building motors anymore kind of deal. So I didn't really have anybody to build a 250 engine, uh, along with it just being easier to go out to California. Cause I'd never been out to California, never raced any West coast rounds period. Okay. So there's just a lot of new things for me. And it'd been a lot easier to go out to California with two, four fifties, a race bike, practice bike, instead of taking two, two fifties, a two, four fifties and all the parts and all that stuff, like just no way for me to do, to, to realistically do it um so yeah just uh moved up to the 450 kind of just started taking hits to the chin first five (laughs) rounds whatever and uh you know it's just part of part of learning and obviously only being 22 one of the youngest ones in the class right now and uh, it's been pretty cool to kind of certify myself as you know at least should be a main event kind of guy i want to be more of a always shoe-in main event kind of guy so uh we're just making progress man so it's been really cool to uh to get some of the career best finishes and you know that 15th in the last main event in uh arlington was big and then to uh to follow it up with the 16th last past weekend was pretty cool
2: yeah you were you, you uh sent me some stuff from dallas man and like that was your first triple crown right
5: yeah, first triple crown on a, on a 450.
2: Okay, yeah, on a 450. Then it was your best qualifying position ever. So, like, Dallas, Arlington, whatever you want, it was a, a big weekend for you. Was there something that happened in between there that really, like, you're just like, okay, I, I figured it out? Was it just the building process over the season so far? Uh, so you know, Yeah, go ahead.
5: In, in all honesty, um, the California tracks were new to me. The yeah. California dirt, the baseball stadiums were new to me. I've never, I, I, I could be completely wrong. But I've only really ever raced East Coast rounds, which are mainly football stadiums, if I'm going to be honest, or like Daytona or something like that. So I wasn't really used to the the outdoor baseball stadiums. So it was kind of tough for me just to get used to the dirt, the way the tracks broke down compared to, you know, when you're inside a stadium, it's the dirt tends to be a little bit tackier, be a little bit better. You can kind of move around a little bit more. So I think the biggest thing for me was just getting back into a place that I've done really well at in the past, uh, in the first, you know, stadium that we had had that I had already been to, everything else was completely new to me. So just kind of getting back on familiar dirt, I think is the biggest thing for me. Okay. Scott, you got something?
3: Um, yeah. So, <clears throat> excuse me. And you, well, also you were kind of fighting an entry through those first couple rounds too, as well, weren't you?
5: Yeah. So like that didn't help at all. So <laughs> I don't know. I mean, obviously I hope I'm sure you guys saw, but, I uh, was the one that completely weeded myself over the triple um, A1 on the second lap of the first heat race of the season. So, yeah, it was it was bad enough to the point where I almost didn't know if my season was going to continue, which really sucked. Um, but was able to get up in with uh, Navarro and, you know, get some good therapy in and just kind of keep working at it. Stay off the bike for a few weeks, race only for like the first. I, didn't, I don't think I rode until after round four. Potentially, I could be wrong about that, but uh, it kind of sounds right. Yeah. So you know, it's just it was working back from just a really dramatic crash that could have been a lot worse. Um. So I got out of it pretty unscathed, just obviously the shoulder problem, and that just threw me back as well. I mean, considering the field that I came into, um, kind of got to be at hundred percent when you're in your rookie season <laughs> to yeah, be able to compete with those shit, guys any season, so,
2: dude. It's the yeah the the, the quality of uh, I don't know if that's the right way I want to put it. The, the field, as we keep saying, is the deepest field ever. Like the talent level, the speed, the ability to go take a win is so high right now that yeah, even just to make through the L C Q into the main event, you have to be at a hundred percent all the time. Like there is no, I'm going to take it easy for a lap. It's you have to be ready to go every single lap, every single gate drop.
5: Yeah, absolutely, dude. Like the, the like you just said, like it's so stacked that you know, it was a big learning curve coming into it, but, um, you know, getting my feet under me, you know, honestly just gaining the confidence. Like I had really good confidence coming into the season, but at the same time, like it's your rookie season, never raced Anaheim only ever been there as a child and watched it on TV. Uh, you know, it's just a lot different yep. to experience it. So to get that experience under my belt and handle it pretty well, and then obviously continue to build every single weekend after the a one crash has been pretty cool. Like, you can see clear improvement every single round, so we're just going to keep uh, keep that ball rolling. Right
3: yeah, on. you know, I, I looked up all your finishes earlier today, and I, I was honestly surprised that your main events was only three. I, I could have, I knew you hadn't made every one, but I yeah. thought you're more like the five to six range. So I just kind of you know going off, you know, you've been you've back to tracks you're comfortable with, you're progressing, you're getting healthier. What, what total of mains made through this season? Would you kind of consider as like an, a successful season for this year?
5: I mean, the only thing that'd be successful is if I make every main from here on out, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) to be really honest. I've already made less mains than I had uh, goals to make. um, At the beginning of the season, obviously my A1, performance didn't help that um the crash it just really set me back and obviously i couldn't ride couldn't train couldn't continue to get better after the first race so um no i mean i've I've, it's been pretty cool because obviously i was kind of in the limelight last year with the 250 class and then being one of the only guys from that went from 250 to 450 and found success um so it's been pretty cool to go 450 full time and like you said like i've been in the spotlight enough that you think I've made more mains than three, which is pretty cool. Like I've kept myself kind of in the spotlight, people talking about me and whatnot. Um, Obviously been close several times, Um, like at the beginning of the season, I think round two and round four, I believe, like I led both LCQs. um, But that was when I was still coming back from my shoulder injury and I couldn't hardly hold on, let alone had stamina to do a full LCQ just because I hadn't been able to ride at all or do anything. So it's just really been building from that. Um, I should have made those mains. But like I said, just kind of keep myself in the limelight, keeping people, keeping the eyes on me and just uh, continue progressing. Because, yeah, from here on out, it's it's main event every weekend or bust for me. At least that's where I, I know my potential is. Um, and I have a lot more potential than what I'm even portraying right now. So it is <laughs> kind of frustrating. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, it's part of it when you're doing everything on pretty much on your own, full privateer style program. And I do a lot of extra stuff with my program that takes a whole lot of time away from, uh, you know, just writing and training.
2: Yeah. How is, how is your program going? you mentioned kevinmorans.com com and, uh, different levels of people where people can help out and support you. And, uh, how's that going?
5: Yeah, no, it's going actually really cool. Uh, it's going really good. It's just, it's uh constant work, but it's, it's constant improvement and it keeps building, which is really cool. So like the kind of the program that I have going on is I have Patreon, which is uh, not only for fans but for sponsors. I have two different uh, kinds of Patreon. So if you want to jump on and get logos on the bike and marketing videos and stuff like that, you can join as a, uh, a sponsor or you can join as a fan and get cool. You know, things like sign goggles, sign number plates. We do that stuff every single weekend. We also are giving a YCF pit bike away at the end of the season as well to one of our patrons. That's super so, cool. So, you know, yeah, it's a lot of really cool people that are jumping on board and getting behind the program. And, you know, all you really have to do to get a part of it is either go to KevinMorans.com uh, and hit Join Morans Racing. And then you can join as a fan or a sponsor. Or the easiest way to do it is just go to www.MoransMafia.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just put in your information, sign up and then, you know, all proceeds obviously go back to getting Sater and I, uh, to every single race and getting our equipment there and parts and, you know, paying for the privateer lifestyle things. And yeah. obviously we got Sater doing the, the blog every weekend, AKA clutch media. So, you know, it's been pretty cool. All the feedback and a lot of extremely good feedback about the, everything we're doing on YouTube as well,
2: which is pretty cool. Fantastic. I, I want to ask you, I meant to ask you a second ago. Uh, I wasn't at the race this weekend, but I heard you got in a fight with a tough block. How'd that go?
5: Dude, oh, this is the second weekend in a row. Okay. Really? So first Two weeks? of all, oh, wow. Yeah. So like, cause so that's kind of what, I mean, this is 100% on me. I'm not blaming anything else or whatever, but I think, you know, I feel like I should have been in the main event at Daytona, Yeah. but I got caught up with a tough block, um, on lap one and it, Uh-oh. my shifter punctured through the cover of the top block so I couldn't move until I you know finagled it out of the way of my shifter I had to rip it off my shifter more or less so that's what screwed me on Daytona and then come here and then honestly it was epic like I almost ripped the whole shot from the outside in the main event and was running good uh like inside the top 15 for a little bit and then I think on the fourth lap I was skimming the right side of the loops and just went a little bit too right and caught the very last whoop The tough blocks on the very last loop, barely skimmed them. Went to just like continue back on the track and whatnot. But the tough block, my rear brake had punctured through the cover, and the cover had wrapped itself around my rear brake, so it locked it up and just threw me straight to the ground. So I I spent about, I would say, a solid fifteen to twenty seconds fighting the tough block, trying to maneuver the tough block to get back off of the pedal so I could kick my bike up and go. I was like, I was literally two seconds away from looking at the flaggers because they were just all standing around me not helping, which I kind of understand. I don't know. There's not a whole lot you can do, but I was about to yell at them to grab a knife because like I could not get it off of my brake pedal. It was very frustrating.
2: Yeah. Those tough blocks when they suck up in the wheel, it's, it's, yeah, it's almost like, let's just go back and take the wheel off. Like it gets, (laughs) I've seen it. It's pretty bad.
5: Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, it's just, it's, unfortunately, it's part of it. Right. Uh, you know, <laughs> there's nobody to blame beside me. Like, I shouldn't hit the block, but, but that's what happened this weekend. And then, you know, came back and picked off a couple people, which was my biggest thing at this point is just scoring as many points as I can because I want to – a big goal of mine is, like, you know, moving up to the elite class and everything, very stacked field, it's not as easy to score points. So, I really want to get a national number next year again, so – that's when, when I went down, I was so devastated because I was like in the top 15 would have been probably my best finish of, the, of my career, obviously, because I got my best finish in yeah. my career with going down. So, um, to be able to get some of those points back throughout the race was pretty nice. Obviously not necessarily the way I want to do it, Sure, but, uh, you know, it's part of racing and you got to be able to finish.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. It's funny though, that you talk about the way you got into the tough block, because I think our last show which was a couple of weeks ago I asked a couple of guys like it it drives me crazy when I see guys at your level, like almost everybody starts hitting the whoops right up against the tough blocks. And I'm like, dude, it would just take the the smallest fraction of an inch for the bike to kick for you to be in the tough blocks. And sure enough, you kind of got into the tough blocks. And I never understand, <laughs> like as somebody with almost zero talent, like I'm hitting those things right down the center because I'm surely going to go right or left. There's no freaking way I'm going straight. So I want all the room I can have. But it's funny that I just talked about it or asked about it. And then it kind of bit you a little bit.
5: Yeah, exactly, man. I mean, because when you get into more of the East Coast style, softer dirt, and you get into the whoops that are more chewed out, you have to get kind of a little sketchy to get up into the what whoop is actually still good and not completely cupped out. And uh, yeah, it's just kind of the the risk that you run, and that's it. Bit me.
2: Wow. Go ahead.
3: Scotty. Okay, so I. Y- I think you, this main, I think you started when like fourth or fifth was like right out, like right out of the gate. You were were up there. So, you know, obviously you would have liked to maybe stay up there a little longer, but you know, the, the, the story of progression that we've kind of talked about kind of like, what was something that you like positively learned from that moment that you can kind of apply to maybe next time you get that situation?
5: Um, so like the biggest thing for me is like, I was just, lacking in the whoops more or less so like i even started in the heat race i started uh i believe fifth and i finished the first lap i was i stayed fifth i mean obviously it's not very long track but i stayed fifth until the whoops and i got passed by two people i br- got pressed by Brayton and then toe in the whoops
6: uh um,
5: that's about and right. <laughs> then yeah so i mean it's just part of you know being a privateer not having suspension people and testing and all this stuff like I'm i'm riding what i got more or less and then uh, but the biggest thing like is I'm on a stock 450, and I am, I have a photo of like, I am a bike length ahead of everybody else on the line on the start from the outside. That's so awesome. it's like, it's a, it's pretty cool to one, be able to do that. But two, like I'd have the mental capability. And I have the confidence that I know I'm going to do that at every start. As long as I don't, I have a decent line out front of me. That's what obviously kind of screws me in the long run is when I'm, you know, 18th to 20th gate pick. Um, usually I get the, get shafted on the line that I get, but if I get a clean line, like I'm, I'm confident enough to know that like, it's mine. (laughs) I don't care who's on the line. Like it's, I'm going to get it. Am I going to stay up front? Probably not yet, (laughs) (laughs) but I'm going to, you know, I can get up there at the start. So the biggest thing for me is just even the progression from this one to like the last one, like, uh, the last time I got to start like that, I got shuffled back to, like 15th on the first lap this time I got shuffled back to maybe eighth on the first lap so it's still not ideal but when you have Ferrandis and Tomac and those kinds of guys passing you um just trying to stay up there as long as you can and seeing little improvement is it's still improvement so you just have to take it for what it's worth it's not like I'm going to come out there and rip a whole shot and win the race you know what I mean like eventually hopefully I see myself there but like it has to be realistic as well so it's just creating realistic goals and making sure that you do what's necessary to accomplish them and then just keep building.
2: Yeah. I think that's more beneficial than creating like unrealistic goals, right? Like I'm going to get a top five, you know, like then you're just, you're like, Oh, it's not working. I'm getting disappointed. If you create these realistic goals that you're fully capable of, then yeah, you, you can keep building week after week.
5: Yeah. And like a big goal of mine this weekend or like after I made, um, obviously the first main, um, in, Uh, at a three and then also made the triple crown like it was it was a goal of mine to make a triple crown in the 450 class so check that off the mark (laughs) and then obviously the next one was to transfer straight from heat boom check that one off the mark this weekend so it's just creating smaller little goals like that instead of you know unrealistic goals like i'm just gonna go top five like yeah you know what i mean like i see myself potential wise 100 i feel like i can be up there in that point at some point in my career. But realistically what I'm dealing with all the stuff I have going on with my program and my physical conditioning, the way it is right now is piss poor compared to what I could see it being at and what I feel my potential is. So like, it's cool to be able to consistently keep working and just trying to give myself enough time to (laughs) uh, train enough instead of just worrying about how I'm
2: getting to the next race. Right. Right. We got one more for you before we let you go.
3: Yeah, yeah uh, go for it. Oh, it was kind of funny. My my mom used to always say that you can set small goals, and then like, all right, well, my goal today is to eat lunch. I'm like, I'm going to eat lunch today. That's when <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. accomplishing my goals, <laughs> we'll Mom. Definitely accomplishing <laughs> yeah. that goal. But no, okay. So you know, you mentioned like guys like Ferrandis and Eli coming coming around you real quick. So we kind of had a listener question that wanted to know if like how different the bike sounds on those different guys. Like, can you kind of like maybe take us through some of the differences of the sounds? The, the sounds? Barsha, Eli yeah, Eli, and, yeah, like, maybe uh,
5: like. Well, you know, like First of all, like I've lined up to Sexton, next to Sexton, several times on the start. And their bike does not sound like my bike. Dude. Like I don't <laughs> even know. It doesn't even sound like a dirt bike. Like at least it does sound like a 450. They they have a very different sound. So, I mean, like that's one thing I just have to be proud of is, you know, I'm running my own privateer program. Same bike, same everything. Every round doesn't get rebuilt. <laughs> change a filter, change the oil. That's about it recluse clutch here and there and it's a it's a stock 450 so to be able to you know pull whole shots like that um shows my ability to start so i know what my ability is on the track and i'm not portraying what that is yet so it it is exciting to know that i have more in me but it, it's just time to find it <laughs>
2: yeah yeah well it's been ex- it's cool uh, watching you improve each week and i think I mean, as they always say, right? Like, you get a win, they come easier. You get a top 15, they're going to start coming easier. And transferring out of the main, they're going to come easier. Like, you're figuring it out. So, I look for even better things out of you at Indy this weekend. And I can't wait to see, you know, what it looks like by Salt Lake City.
5: Yeah, exactly, man. I'm I'm excited. And, like, I had a lot of people asking me right off the get-go when the 250 class got weak, um, the uh, West Coast. Like, you know, do you wish you are in the four, or 250 class? I'm uh, like – well, obviously I would love <laughs> yeah, to be, yeah. you know, top 10 in the 250 right now. But at the same time I did that last year, I had three different top tens. I had third, fourth place. I had several third place heat races and it didn't bring me Jack diddley's squat because everybody's like, Oh, it got weak. Nobody cares. So I get way more recognition out of being in the 40 class because it's such a stacked class and to be doing what I'm doing so young and on a stock bike and as a rookie, more or less my first actual season in the 450 class, like there's a lot more respect to be given from that than being in the 250 class right now, which obviously more points would be nice, but you know, I made my decision. I had a lot of, like I said, influences that created that decision, but you know, I'm sticking with it, staying true to it and it's starting to pick up and work out. So it's just part of it.
2: Awesome. Well, Kevin, man, I appreciate you jumping on here with us for a little bit and and updating us with the, uh, the race tech privateer spotlight letting us know how things are going.
5: Yeah, for sure, man. I appreciate it. Uh, You guys just want to, you know, hop on the Rands Mafia. We actually have a cool—I don't know when you guys are airing this, but we have a cool little program that uh, I'm going to be putting all the patrons at the intermediate tier and above, which is our $20 tier and above. Uh, Every single person that's at that, their name will go on my helmet for my helmet wrap this weekend. Our cutoff is actually Wednesday of this week. I don't know when y'all are posting this, but it's live on YouTube
2: right now. We'll have it posted with probably in about an hour. It'll actually be live. The audio will be live also. Nice. Yeah, well, yeah, if anybody tonight.
5: joins it, yeah, if anybody goes in to uh, KevinMorans.com and uh, hits that Join Morans Racing tab and hits Join as a Fan or or do the the go to the MoransMafia.com, either or, but yeah, yeah if people join in before Wednesday night, which will be tomorrow night, um, they can get their name on my helmet and then we're going to sign the helmet and give it away after the races to one of the patrons. So it's just a creative, cool little way to get people involved and to uh, help us get to the races more or less.
2: Awesome. Well, good job, man, Kevin, and hopefully uh, hopefully, our, our listeners will help out and support that, and it's good talking to you, man.
5: Yeah, for sure. I appreciate it. hope to talk to you guys again soon.
2: All right, buddy. Take care. Thanks. All
5: right, thanks. All right.
2: That was Kevin Moran's. We're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be back with uh, with uh, Rising Motors, Brian Ripple, and we have a surprise guest coming up here in a little bit. And I, oh, I don't even know about know, this. No, you know, don't. And, and I told them 8.30, but we might have to push that just a couple minutes with after Brian, because we KP kind of messes up. KP knows. Yeah, <laughs> him, but it, it, it Coming knows. on late through the whole show off a little bit. But let's get to Brian real quick. We'll be right back. This is Kyle
3: Chisholm. You're listening to the Moto X Pod Show.
2: All right. Our next guest of the night is brought to you by Blood Racing and Blood Lubricate Oil Lines. Uh, tonight, Fly Racing and Blood Lubricate Oil Lines brings us Mr. Brian Ripple from At Rising Moto. Man, hey, what's up, Brian?
7: Hey, uh, Darkside. Um, nice to uh, meet you, and uh, thanks a lot for having uh, having me on.
2: Yeah, man. You reached out on Instagram and you were talking about that you're kind of trying to start a a moto clothing line. Uh, So I think, man, you know, we're a small time show. We started out as just fans of the sport and that's what you are. So I wanted you to get a little bit of time to uh, talk about what you're doing.
7: Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, Yeah, I sell for uh, clothing. I have my own clothing line and um, I sell hats, shirts, beanies, uh, hoodies, sweatshirts, and um, I just always wanted to become an entrepreneur because I grew up uh, around the sport I, um, with my uncle racing. Yeah, Bradley, right? Bradley Ripple? Yeah, Brad yep. Ripple, yep. And uh, he raced for a long time doing Supercross, uh, Arena Cross. And I always just wanted to help out privateers just like him. You know, that's the people that have a hard time, you know, going to the races and not having much money, you know. And family helping them out and
2: stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, we we do a lot of privateer stuff here, and I've been writing the privateer profiles for Racer X. So yeah, and you know, obviously uh, being fans of X, Steve's very very big on helping privateers. And without those guys, I mean, they're the backbone of our sport, right? Without those guys, it, you know, it, there's not the field's not deep enough. We need those guys in the sport. So and they need help. So that's really cool. Um, what are you trying to do? Like, what's first of all, what's the best? way for people to see what you got going on and try to, you know, buy some product?
7: Um, they can visit our, uh, store, uh, rising so yeah. uh, <laughs> right. store. So R I S I N G M T M T M O T O. Yeah. And, um, yeah, they can check us out there and, um, or they can also check us out at, uh, Moto on Instagram. Um, I do have a Facebook page I'm starting and um also just starting also starting with Twitter too. Uh oh, cool. yeah. up and um yeah. So, so
2: what like how's it work? Like you know, is it, I guess a small percentage of the the funds you're gonna put towards private yeah, yeah. So
7: so yeah, so I am gonna put a small fund towards uh building up to actually start helping privateers and uh the rest i kind of want to start improving more improving into more of the company yeah and uh and yeah just basically help yeah privateers i guess yeah
2: yeah that's cool man i mean anybody that wants to do that we have a lot of people on the show um that have done different things to help privateers whether it be garrett schlegel uh, uh uh dave drakes with um man i'm blanking on his what is the Dave Drake's experience thing? Called? I have no idea. What I am you're so about. blanking right now. Dave's going to be mad at me for that. Uh, collective experience. The collective experience with all these guys. Yeah, helping privateers out. It's a big deal. Uh, so, what is your background though? You, I mean, do you ride? I know you.
7: You grew up. Uh, on yeah, race. no, I I have raced. I um, yeah. used to race when I was younger with my with my uncle. I used to we used, we used to go around because he used to okay. travel a lot to so like a lot of different places. You know. Yeah. You know, because he used to race local like fairs. Uh, he used to race. Uh, I don't know if you know the uh, Travis Sewell, Sewell yeah, Brothers. Yeah. He raced them a lot, actually. So, okay. growing up, since he's been, li- I mean, real little, actually, he raced with them growing up. He raced with them over in Germany for a while. He did a lot of Arena Cross with them. And uh, he did uh, Boo Crew, uh Crew, the, the Arena series. Crossers, series. Yep. yeah. Yeah, Arena cross, yeah. Back then. And he did a lot of those and just traveling, going with him. And, uh, yeah, that's. Basically how I got involved in the sport and he got me riding and racing and I didn't turn out, you know, as good as he is, <laughs> right as he did, but, uh, yeah, yeah, um, I still, uh, still very involved and I still watch every weekend and keep up with, uh, you and, uh, Steve's podcast all the time.
2: That's fantastic, man. Same. We
7: appreciate it. And
2: you know, I was, you got something, Scotty?
7: Yeah, I was
3: going to, I was going to say, uh, so You know, I I liked the I liked like the '90s nostalgia thing. Like you got going with the colors and the uh, logo. So I kind of did. Did you kind of like think about like you wanted that style to come back, and that's what got you into doing this, or you got into doing this and then you was like, I'm gonna go with that style.
7: Um, at the beginning, I kind of that's my first goal because back then I kind of got really into since I really wasn't I didn't get to really watch the '90s because I wasn't really I was. I was born in 97, so I really wanted to go watch back and go rewatch them, you know, and see about all that. And I kind of liked how, like, all the gear and all the old, how it was old style, like, all that stuff looked neat. Yeah. Compared to now, it's, you know, it's, it's all evolved pretty good. But back then, it was pretty, like, they had some neat, cool designs, like, on their jerseys and everything. And I just thought that was really neat. And I kinda wanted to get back to that type of style.
2: Yeah, I don't know, Scotty, I think it was Grant Harlan, I think it's Answer that has some retro stuff out right now that yeah. I saw in Minneapolis. That stuff was cool. Like I mean, obviously we're a fly sponsor show, but that Answer stuff looked really cool with that retro And, and I seen I not, I know uh early early mid nineties look.
3: I know there was a little bit where Cowie had that kind of retro yeah, graphic going on. I like yeah. that
2: too. I dig that. I dig the throwbacks. Well, Brian, man, I really just wanted to give you a few minutes because, you know, our show started off as just a couple fans that didn't know, know, had no no foothold inside the industry whatsoever. And I like the fact that you're in, you're passionate about it and trying to do something to give back. And, you know, you reached out and that's pretty much all it takes sometimes to get on the show. So it's really cool. And I hope our listeners will go to at rising moto on Instagram or go to the website and buy some stuff. And you know, man, if you, if you're willing to work on supporting the privateers, we're willing to try to give you a little bit of a platform to push that a little bit.
7: Yes, I, uh, generally appreciate it. And, um, thanks, uh, would, uh, thanks for letting me come on and, um, I appreciate and yeah, I want to help you guys grow too. Yeah. Thank uh, you, man. I love, your podcast. I love your podcast. I listen to it all the time at work. Well, I,
2: that, that means a lot to us. I mean, honestly, it, it, it really does that people like you like this show uh, because four or five years ago, I would have never thought it would get to where it is right now. And we'd be talking to some of the guys we talked to and, and having a little bit of opportunity to try to help guys like yourself out, you know, cause you're, you're no different than us, man. We're just fans of the sport and we love it.
7: Yeah. That, yeah, that's true. <laughs> All
2: right, Brian. Hey man, I appreciate you coming on. We've got another guest coming up here in just a minute and, uh, I really appreciate you jumping on with us.
7: All right. Thank you. And, uh, thanks for having me on and, um, uh, you guys have a great night. You too, Brian. Thanks buddy. Thanks. All right. All
2: right. That's Brian Ripple. And again, at Rising Moto. And I think it was risingmoto.store is the website. You know, and he's he's working, man. He's Look, this guy, he's obviously young. Uh, he's 24, I think, if the math is right, because he's the same age as my son, 97. I think that's right.
3: Yeah, that's my sister's boy, 97. Yeah. 97. So, uh,
2: you know, he's trying to start something out. Uh, he wants to grow and have more options, more logos, probably more. But, you know, right now he's got some t shirts and hoodies and, Hit the guy up, man, buy a t-shirt, support him. And, you know, he says he's going to give back to the privateers. And as a fan of our show, I'm going to trust him that that's what he's going to do. And, you know, and who knows, you know, who knows what it may grow into, like who would have given us think about this, Scotty, you know, you weren't part of it, but four or five years ago, 2017, when I got involved with this thing, the fact that anybody would give us any sponsorship money when we had no listeners, no foothold in the door, like we didn't have that opportunity. We didn't have anybody to really give us any help. We just had to fight and claw and get our and start meeting people and working our way up. And hopefully, us letting Brian come on for a minute, maybe that'd give him a little bit of help. And if you, as our listeners, are willing to go buy a t-shirt or buy a hoodie, you know that's given back. And maybe he'll do the same thing we did and try to grow that into a new brand. Somebody that just want that has a passion. So, yeah, that's yeah, that's how, what I got. how that's how capitalism works yeah we've got about nine minutes before um our next guest so did you get a winner for the Um, lubricants blood yes
3: so it was jake curry oh my god so but he did he said he said um he told me to tell you to come up with another one and he'll pass it along no man he won okay i mean he he offered to give it up i'll let let that be known to everybody that this
2: was a youtube contest and all our youtube people are people that are involved all the time so it's probably it's either gonna be him or garrett yeah you know, well or,
3: jake if you want to if, if you want to scroll through the people that are in the chat and you want to pick a winner you give it, it to fair. somebody else you yep. can do that but if not it's yours he's
2: got my phone number so he can text me if he does want to do that or i'll send it to him um yeah so blood lubricants appreciate them coming on bloodline blood bath again what can i don't know what camera's on
3: uh so, oh, check nope, out the nope.
2: new line of barracuda oil and uh like we said we, do, we got the contest going We'll repeat it here in a minute, but let's take a quick, one more quick break, okay. and we'll be back with a very special guest. I can't promise you this guest is going to go really well, and I have no idea what's yeah, about I know, to happen. So, but I think no matter how it goes, it's going to be fun. All
3: right, let's do this it. This is
2: this this may be our most popular guest of all time, and nobody I'm, knows. I'm nobody, on, I I'm on Guarantee pins you, nobody knows who it is. I'm yet. on pins and needles. It's going to be awesome. All right. All right. We'll be right back.
1: Hey, this is Paige Craig, and you're listening to the Moto X Pod Show.
2: Hi. Who is this? Jagger Craig. Jagger Craig. <laughs> Jagger Craig, dude. I, I think you are one of the coolest kids I've ever met. You probably don't remember meeting me. But I want to know how the KTM Junior race was. Was it fun? Yeah yeah you sound excited man so tell me the whole thing how cool was it being in the pits and being like your dad right you had factory help you got free yeah, gear it, yeah it
1: was really cool
2: was it cool meeting all the other kids and did the other kids know who you are
1: a lot of them did yeah
2: did you sign any autographs yeah that's neat, dude. Jagger, I'm so excited that you got to do this, and I just wanted to get you on here so you could talk about it. How was the track? Was it hard?
1: No, it actually was easy. Yeah? Yeah. What
2: was your favorite part?
1: I liked, um, I liked the finish line. It's really cool how like you can go on the finish line.
2: I would be scared, Jagger. I think, without a doubt, you would beat me around that track because there's no way I'm going over that big jump you and your dad are nuts yeah <laughs> <laughs> so so uh you did not get on the podium but are you okay with that because you had fun yeah i think yeah that, is that one of the lessons that your mom and your dad teach you is that really to start with racing is just yeah. it's fun right yeah how was your sister was she excited for you lennon
0: yeah
2: yeah do you want to do it again yeah So, are you going to start racing some more local races when you have time? Maybe. Yeah? Dude, you you are so grown up, Jagger. Mm. How old are you now? 20? Seven. You're only seven? Yeah. Wow. Do you think you're going to be more famous than your dad? Yeah. I think you already are. Yeah. Does that does he get sad like when you go to the races and more people say your name than him? They're like, "Hey, Jagger, we want your autograph."
3: <laughs> um, no.
2: <laughs> hey, my buddy Scotty wants yeah. to ask you a question.
3: Hey, so I saw y'all had y'all's, y'all's chip and dip party for watching your dad the other day. Which which one's your favorite dip?
0: I like the um pepperoni
1: um pizza.
2: That's a dip for chips? Yeah, Dean, Dean's yeah. pepperoni pizza dip. I, did not know, I didn't even know wow. that existed, Jagger. Jagger, you just taught me something. How, do you still like doing the vlogs? Yeah. Yeah, I, my favorite part is when, well, your mom makes some really cute, funny expressions that I like, but I like it when you take the camera and just like take control. I don't even want to watch your dad ride. I just want to watch you be silly. <laughs> well, Jagger, I'm not going to keep you too long, man. I just wanted a chance to say hi to you, and hopefully, like you're, this might be your Thank first interview. You. You're welcome, buddy. I am a big fan of your family. It's a, you have a really <laughs> special family, and I think you're a really special kid. And I appreciate you coming on here for a little bit.
3: Sneaks guide to
1: our vlogs. <laughs>
2: okay, man. Next time I see you, I want your autograph. Okay. Okay. All right, buddy. Thank you for coming on. Please tell your mom and your dad that I said thank you.
1: Okay.
2: All right, buddy. Talk to you soon.
1: Bye. Bye, bud. Thank you.
2: Bye. You're welcome. Bye. That was my favorite interview of all time. <laughs> I'm done.
3: Yeah, you 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 can retire now.
2: That was awesome. Yeah, that she, was. Paige cool. was a little worried that he might not do it. She said she had to bribe him <laughs> to do it. But that was cool. What was, page, it, what if was she, the drug? If uh, she got to take him to Mall of America, which means I I would assume he's gonna get to pick something out. Yeah, okay. But if, if they were, I don't know if they were. I think they were watching on YouTube. So if you're still on their page, thank you so much. That was really cool. It's a cool kid, man.
3: Just <laughs> the fact that someone he, said pepperoni pizza dip stock just went up.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm about to get on Amazon and start place uh placing an order. Dude, that was cool. I was worried that he wouldn't want to do it. Like, but even if he didn't, once he got on, it wouldn't. You know, it'd still be cool. But. Kid's cool, man.
3: Yeah, he's, that's cool. Did you get to see him at uh, in at Glendale? I I like saw them. I yeah, never yeah. was introduced to I, them. No, I think it I don't, was. I, I, One I, I never where even he saw Christian. Around. Yeah, I never even saw. I never even met Christian. Okay,
2: all right. Yeah, he's a he's a cool kid. So he got to do the KTM Juniors race, and you know, I, I was wondering about that. Like, you know, he's in there with all those other kids, and they're like, "Oh my God, it's Jagger Craig <laughs> and, and Christian." Like those other kids probably know who Christian and Jagger are. Like, well, he's,
3: there, there's been other. Uh, kids that have done it that their dads were like yeah
2: but not like with the like. jagger has a big social
3: media follow oh i didn't i didn't
2: yeah I didn't like that. everybody knows who jagger craig is yeah like that's what i'm saying i bet he has i would like to go look and see what his followers are compared to christian uh here you want me to look it up to, yeah look it up real quick but that's cool though thanks page and christian for uh letting him come on that was a lot of fun again going back to the blood lubricants giveaway we're going to give away four quarts of the new barracuda line of oil I need you to go follow the Blood Lubricants Instagram page if you're not already, and then share their most recent post, which is about the Barracuda line, and tag us at Moto X Pod Show. So I know you did it, and we will pick a winner soon for the four quarts of oil. I want to thank Jeff for that, and we're doing the bike wash. I think Jake Curry won that. We have a winner for the Race Tech T-shirt. Uh, that was Chris. Chris, I cannot say his name. Chris Ash. Yeah. As well as Carolyn
3: Osborne, if you guys Chris, listen that's that's a tongue twister. Chris yeah, Ash asked the, the Ash show for this. <laughs> the yeah, man. It's
2: it's tough. Okay, so, so uh
3: so <clears throat> Jagger has uh sixty two thousand nine hundred followers and Christian has three hundred and eighty seven thousand followers. Oh, wow. So there's a big difference. <laughs> but still sixty-two thousand followers for a seven-year-olds dude, pretty crazy we get i have like those? i have like 120 dude i, I
2: need <laughs> Paige if you're still listening when we post this i need you to repost it on jaggers social media maybe some of his followers will follow us and we still want into that championship party at salt lake city Paige. um
3: so are we done or are we doing any general talk
2: <laughs> no i need to wrap this up i've got steve mathis okay in oh, i do for need pro, so all right guys so we have, have like about
3: well we have like like sixty seconds left. I don't, I kind of got lost. Sixty uh, seconds left on what? On well, on, I'm just saying. Like I got a little time left to to oh. answer this question for the listeners. So it kind of a lot of chat went happening in the last couple of seconds. I didn't really follow the whole conversation on who's gonna to go. who Jake's gonna give the thing to. Well, it, it kind of
2: tell him if he if he if he wants to So it, y'all y'all let me know who's get, somebody, who we need just text to. Me. Yeah, just Jake, take. Jake okay. can text me. He's All got right. the
3: number. Cool. We'll just do it that way then. Yeah. I I tried guys. I,
2: but then you have a, something you wanted to talk about earlier.
3: Um, well, yeah, a little, yeah, I do. I, so, okay. So I have like an idea. Okay. It's, it's about the it super cross. A goober idea. No, like it's, it's, it's super cross. It's, it kind of goes off the, the B mains theory. Like okay. having a B main. Okay. Right. So here's, here's As opposed
2: my, to a LCQ, a B main.
3: No, here's, here's, here's my idea. You you have two mains. Your A main, and I guess you can call it your B main, or however you want to call it. Is
2: that the guys that would typically be in the LCQ? No, okay.
3: this is how it's going to work. So I'll up now, okay. So we pay we pay points to twenty people, right? Twenty two riders, twenty people get points, correct? Yeah. Okay. So we make the heat races a minute to a minute and a half, two minutes shorter. You take maybe five instead of nine, and then you have those five go to the A main. Then you have an LCQ where those, uh, then the two more go. So you have 12 rider main. Those get the points that first through 12th would normally get. Okay. Okay. And so then the and then the guys that are in that right outside of the LCQ that go from the, so you're finishing LCQ matters now. You know, you go down to the first corner, you still have a chance to fight because those next 12 Will go into the B main that will still get a chance to award the same amount of points that will, they would normally get for riding around getting lapped in the main event. Instead, they get those same points for battling for a win. They get the, the sponsor, those sponsors get more limelight. We bring in more people to support the support because these guys are getting more TV time and you're still. You know, it makes the you know a guy has a a bad race. You're still getting championship points for being in the B main, but you know, it, it, I think it makes the racing better for the twelve factory guys. I think it makes it better for the next guys. More opportunities, uh, you know, less of the lappers getting in the mm-hmm. way. And because I feel like the LCQ guys, they do all of that to get in the LCQ, and then they're in the main, and then it's kind of over. You know, like. They're already dog tired because they had to do so much racing. I think that you could add that into the program, shorten the races a little bit, take some of the extra stuff that's out that they do. I mean, I would, I would give up the science of supercross to have this main in there.
2: Yeah, but that's not. I mean, okay, that's during like TV time. Like that's when they're, you know, that's not like they're. they're we're not going to see a race on TV during that. That's coming out of a commercial break. Well, maybe they. I guess like. I it, shorten the mains a little yeah, bit too. I, see what I you're mean, saying. I mean, I guess that's yeah. I mean, I'm not opposed to it. Any, the more racing, the better. I'm fine with like.
3: I, I mean, I think it. I think it just adds a whole new element. Yeah, because you have these guys. You know, I don't hate it. Yeah. Oh my god. It. Oh my god. All yeah, right.
2: I, a, I wanted to hate it, but I don't hate it.
3: I don't know if anybody has any opinions about that, but I've. I don't know. I've been thinking about that for a while, and that's. I guess I need to talk to Sean next time I see him.
2: <laughs> I don't know if that's – Okay. I don't know if that's his. uh
3: well, he, you His know, position, it's, it's, sure, he, he, yeah, he might
2: be like, "That's the best idea we've ever heard." You need to talk yeah. to Mooi, and there's another guy that I think do all that, but Mike Mooi. I don't know. I
3: just him. think that I'm, I know they're not going to change. I'm just, I'm just yeah. a guy ranting. Oh, but yeah, so let's wrap this thing up. So yeah, I've, got, I know. I've okay. got to get
2: Mathis on here in just a little bit for the privateer profile. Yeah, yeah we I'm know, writing. we we all know you have bigger priorities. The Moto X Pod Show is
3: secondary. We know.
2: Okay, I still got like four hours worth of work to do. So you get to go home and go to sleep. I want to thank a Cherubis USA <laughs> no, Race Tech. go edit the video. Race Tech Suspension, Fly Racing, X Brand Goggles, Works Connection, Torque One Racing, R Jerky, Berm Lords Graphics and Jersey ID, Shock Socks, Williams Motorworks, Works, Extreme Colors, Blood Lubricant Oil Lines. Guys, go check out Blood Lubricants. Use the promo code MotoX. Get you some oil. Then use the Race Tech uh, promo code and get your suspension redone and order some R Jerky. You support those privateers, the Wageman Brothers. And you have some great snacks for Indianapolis this weekend. Or we need to get some more of our jerky to give away. We need to do some more of that. And don't forget, also, if you guys are watching on YouTube, the weird head on the can- on the end of the table that Jilly, sent, Jilly and Cody sent. Guys, send a name. We-, we need to name this mannequin head. MotoXPodShow at gmail.com. The winner is going to get something from a Cherubies. have no idea what it is just yet. Uh, you're welcome, Paige. I don't know if you're still listening, but he she says he's all giddy right now. So, <laughs> yeah, appreciate that. Uh, thanks to Kyle Peters. Thanks to Trent Marr from Moto Limited for saving the day when KP was not able to answer. He said his phone actually broke and he had to get a new phone. I've been there too. A one. Uh, thanks to Kevin Moran's. Thanks to Brian Ripple from At Rising Moto. Thanks to Paige and Christian for a getting getting Jagger on. That's that's our biggest name to get. That's bigger than Eli. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you yeah, know, yeah. So we, we appreciate it. It was a good show. Episode two twenty six. We will be back next week. I think Doc Smith may be in studio after his, you know, he's done his first two super crosses. Hasn't made a night show yet. He's going to Indy this weekend. Maybe Hurt. he makes his first night show. If not, we'll we'll have some stuff to talk about. And I think Tyler Sutter may be coming up to sit in the studio again. So cool. Hopefully, we'll have a full house next week. Yeah, Mark, Tyler
3: wasn't in the show this week. He must be doing something.
2: Oh, yeah. I don't know. He hasn't got back to me about being in. But anyway, I want to thank all our sponsors. Thank all of our listeners, our viewers. Yeah, YouTube Subscribes guys. Got, we're good tonight. Yep. Hit our Patreon up if you guys want to support the show. Uh, I think that's it. We are out. See ya.